0: Seals play on Eagle 107. Bounces off tackle, spins up to 35, shakes off another defender to 5, spins into the end zone, touchdown Seals, grow Seals. Now it's time for Seals Game Day from the hearts of Seal Nation, driven by Sunbury Motors. It's a preview of tonight's Seals game, the Heartland Conference, and games all over the central Susquehanna Valley. Now from the stadium are Pat O'Brien and Dave Hess.
1: Memorial Field on the campus. Seals Grove Area High School, and welcome to Seals Game Day. Driven by Sunbury Motor Company on Eagle and eagle 107.com. Sunbury Motors with Ford, Hyundai, and Lincoln's at the North 4th Street Auto Plaza in Sunbury and Sunbury Motors Kia's routes 11 to 15 on the strip in Humble's Wharf. This is Pat O'Brien. I'll be joined shortly by my broadcast partner, Dave Hess. Tonight, it's the two and three Seals Grove Seals. Hosting the four-in-one Central Mountain Wildcats, in previous five games, Seals Grove leads the series, four wins to one loss. The loss came just four weeks ago as the Seals fell to the Wildcats, seven to three. In this short series, Seals Grove has won by outscoring the Wildcats 174 to just 51. In the first matchup, the Seals' defense held Central Mountain to just 117 yards, rushing on 38 carries and a touchdown, and 74 yards through the air. But the Seals' offense only rushed for 38 yards on 23 carries. That's 1.7 yards per carry. So for the Seals to avenge a Week 2 loss, they'll need to ride the momentum, the best rushing performance since Week 1, led by senior fullback Ryan ommet as he went for 91 yards, and two touchdowns a week ago, the win over the Chickamauga Braves.
2: And our run game improved uh, just in time because uh, we're going to be playing against Central Mountain tonight. And I believe the Central Mountain is a better football team than the last time we played them. I think their run game has also improved. So, and it was a pretty evenly matched game the last time. So this should be a this should be a good contest. And the uh,
1: the seal saw on film, as you mentioned about the Central Mountain Wildcats and their improvement, they saw that the Wildcats found large holes in the middle of that Shemokin defense, scoring on runs of 76, 68, 61, 59-yard touchdown runs, including a fifth touchdown run that went from 21 yards with four out of five going right up the gut. The offensive line for Central Mountain must get a lot of credit when you see scoring runs in the
2: nature of 60-plus on any given night. That was, uh, it was, I watched the, the Shemokin game, it was an interesting game because Shemokin was again in, in their six-man front defense, they had six down men and two linebackers, or actually uh, you could call it a uh, 4-4, but they had the outside backers walked up like defensive ends, but they are loading the line of scrimmage, and uh, that's Shemokin, and Central Mountain just took it to them, and you know, one of the things that we talked about this week, Pat, was we got we got to see what we did, see what Shemokin did differently, and you know what they did? They, excuse me, what Center Mountain did differently, what they did differently is they just got better. Their offensive line is moving people better. And when you get movement on the inside like that, it creates a two way go for a running back. You know, if you get movement off the line of scrimmage, you now have some running space. And that's what was happening against Schmoken. They were moving those people, and that's an impressive Schmokin defense they were doing it to.
1: Now, a week ago, with both teams struggling offensively through most of the first half in the game against Chickalemi. Combining for just three first downs, it was the Seals who found another way to put points on the board, and it came in the form of special team's touchdown. as senior return man, Brett Ford went 86 yards for the touchdown. This was the spark that got the offensive going, and eventually, as you said, Dave, that offensive line, They took over and they became the factor in that game, getting two rushing touchdowns from their senior fullback
2: Ryan Almond. That's right, and what a what a breath of fresh air that was because they struggled for you know three weeks in a row pretty much, and we finally saw a little bit of a breakout last week. They scored two touchdowns. That was that was a real good thing for the for the Seals offense, And, and hopefully we'll build on that tonight. Look at the team comparisons tonight. When you look at touchdown passes,
1: Seals Grove has zero coming into tonight, Why Central Mountain has six. Touchdown passes over 50 yards. Seals Grove again with none. Central Mountain has the one, a 69-yard touchdown reception. And in rushing touchdowns, Seals Grove has seven. Central Mountain has ten. Touchdown runs over 50 yards, Seals Grove with just one, and that came in week one while we – the four aforementioned touchdown runs by Central Mountain of 76, 68, and 61, along with the 59-yard touchdown run all coming. A week ago. Of course, we have a lot more to talk about when it comes to Seals and their opponent tonight, the the Central Mountain Wildcats. During Seals Game Day, we'll get the previews of other games going on, a part of Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation, including Kevin Hurd, the Schicklemi Braves, Hurd a 100... Excuse me, 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com, along with Lewisburg Green Dragons, covered on 100.9 The Valley and WVLY.com. We'll also hear from the head coach, Derek Kicks as Dave got down and had a conversation with the head man. We'll have also the Blaze Alexander 4 Tough Game of the Week, brought to you by Blaze Alexander 4. where it's worth the drive to Route 45. So stick around. This is SEAL's Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com.
3: Every week, thousands of people from all over the world come through our doors to enjoy a home-cooked meal or just to browse our gift shops. One of the favorite spots that folks like to gather are near our fireplaces, found throughout our restaurant and lobby areas. Ever since Glix installed the Heat and Glow inserts and fireplace, we've received so many compliments about how warm and inviting they make our store. I'm Steve Callhavy, General Manager of Country Cupboard in Lewisburg, and we're pleased to be able to recommend Glix Heat and Glow products.
4: At the Shock Law Office, Attorney Richard Shock brings over 20 years of experience providing legal services and solutions to individuals, government entities, and businesses both large and small. Serving the greater Susquehanna Valley and now conveniently located just off the strip at 8 Commerce Avenue in Sealance Grove, the Shock Law Office can help you find the legal solutions you need for your life or business. So whether your legal needs involve estate planning, starting or growing a business, developing real estate, or navigating any of the many laws and regulations that affect you or your business, contact the Shock Law Office at 570-492-7133 or on the web at SHOCHLaw.com.
5: Hubs Home Oxygen and Medical Supplies is proud to support the Sealands Grove Seals. Like the quarterback, they are the leaders in the field of home health, medical equipment, and respiratory services. Visit us online to learn more or stop by their newest location in Sealands Grove at the Susquehanna Valley Mall. Go Seals!
6: It's game time, and the team at I'm the Guy Basement Systems is ready to give you a customized game plan to fix your basement's problems. Moisture, seepage, mold, those are serious problems that won't go away on their own. Let ITG help. We offer free inspections to ensure your home is dry and healthy. Visit ITGBasementSystems.com to schedule your free estimate today.
0: ITG Basement
7: Systems. I'm the guy to make it dry.
8: Hiking, biking, rowing, running. The game is life and you're the weekend warrior. You work hard and you play hard. Football, baseball, soccer, golf. To move is to live and whatever your sport, Shamokin Dam Health Center specializes in total health to keep you in the game. Call 743-4333. Shemokin
7: Dam Health Center Designed with you in mind. You'll see the world of difference at Central Vision Eye Care in the Susquehanna Valley. Conserving and improving your vision with the latest ophthalmic technology is the commitment of Dr. Daniel Facero and Dr. Tara Unsicker fasero Central Vision Eye Care is scheduling appointments for their locations in Lewisburg, Milton, and Montoursville. Central Vision Eye Care, for vision exams, medical exams, cataract surgery. Central Vision Eye Care, where patients are their focus. See us at centralvisioneyecare.com or call 570-768-4970. That's 570-768-4970.
0: Eagle 107.
1: Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Take a look back at the win a week ago. As we recap, the Seals' win over the Chickalemi Braves started out 0-0 at the end of the first quarter. But as we mentioned, senior return man Brett Ford would take it 86 yards for a touchdown with 4.38 to go. The extra point good, and Seals Grove led 7-0. At that point, they would be leading 7-0 at the end of the first quarter. Then Seals Grove would get back-to-back touchdowns from senior fullback Ryan Allman as he got his third rushing touchdown of the season. This one came from 18 yards out, took 10 minutes and one second. That was a five-play drive covering just 16 yards. Took a minute and 51 seconds. Extra point good. Seals Grove led 14-0 at that point. And then Ryan Allman would get his fourth rushing touchdown of the season. This game with 431 to go in the first, excuse me, in the third quarter. It was a six-play 77-yard drive, taking two minutes and 29 seconds. Again, the extra point good. Seals Grove led 21-0 at the end of the third quarter. Seals Grove would finish out the scoring on a Brett four-pick six from 18 yards out. 829 to go in the game, but the extra point good. And Seals Grove led at that point eighteen to or excuse me, twenty-eight to nothing, and that would be all the scoring in the game as Seals Grove would go on and beat the Lemy Braves. Twenty-eight to nothing. Seals Grove improved the two and three. Lemy fell to one and four. Again, Ryan Allman finished the night with eight carries, ninety-one yards, and two touchdowns. For the Sealands Grove Seals. Well, we'll talk more about the Seals and the Wildcats coming up throughout Seals game day, but first, let's check in with other games a part of the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation family as we hear from the broadcast teams. The Schickalembe Braves didn't fare well in their first meeting with the Jersey Shore Bulldogs on September 18th, and the Bulldogs' offense continues to roll. As Schickalembe had to shuffle players around due to injury on the defensive side, that may not bode well for the Schickalembe Braves. So let's hear From the voice of the Chickalimi Braves, Kevin Hur, covering the Braves on 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com.
4: Tonight, the Chickalimi Braves will face their Week 2 opponent, the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, in the first of two back-to-back, second-time-around games in this shortened season. Duncan Weir, with a team-high 60 tackles, leads the defense. He also has two sacks and a forced fumble. But this is a defense that has improved from what Jersey Shore saw in the first meeting. Braves will need an improved defense for controlling Cam Allison, the running back, and also Hayden Packer, the fullback. The pair ran for over 120 yards on 28 carries last time out. The secondary, they're going to have their eyes on Caden Hess, who led the Bulldogs in the last meeting with eight catches for 106 and two touchdowns in their 53-0 shutout victory. The Braves offense sputtered last week against Seelams Grove, but we'll have Trent Trader back at guard. That allows Duncan Weir to join Gage Wolf and Colton Simcoe back in the backfield, with Weir being the receiving threat out of the backfield this year. The key for Shikolami, that's up front. The offensive line has been riddled with injuries all season, and they've struggled to help keep the running game going and to give Balestrini some time to throw. Expect to see some changes in the offense to help resolve some of those issues tonight against Jersey Shore. at Jersey Shore Part 2 coming up at 6.30 with the pregame show. Kickoff is at 7 with the Chief Dave Ritchie and myself on News Radio 1070 WKOK, WKOK.com and on the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. I'm Kevin Hur for Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motors on Eagle 107.
1: Thank you, Kevin, for the preview of the Shikalemi Braves. And when you saw the schedule come out and you saw that the Shikalemi Braves would have to play Jersey Shore twice, that's a tough schedule to deal with, especially, again, they struggled in the first meeting, and now they got to travel up to Thompson Street Stadium to take on the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, who we saw just a couple weeks ago here at Sealance Grove High School. Well, now the Green Dragons faced the undefeated Montoursville Warriors last week, and now they play the three-time defending state champion Southern Columbia Tigers who have a 52-game winning streak. Lewisburg coach Mark Persing must scheme to stop an explosive rushing attack of the Tigers. So it's time to check in with Greg Wetzel. I see previews of Lewisburg Green Dragons on 100.9 The Valley and WVLY.com.
9: The Lewisburg Green Dragons play the Southern Columbia Tigers Friday night in a Heartland Conference game, the game will be played on the campus of Southern Columbia High School. Lewisburg comes into the game with a record of 1-4 after losing to Montoursville last week by a score of 45-7. It doesn't get any easier tonight as they take on the number one ranked 2A team in the state, Southern Columbia. The Green Dragons turned the ball over three times last week that led to 21 points for Montoursville. Last week, Montoursville had a balanced offense, and while Southern Columbia can throw the ball, they will primarily run the football from the Delaware Wing T Formation. That rushing attack will be led by junior running back Gavin Garcia. Junior quarterback Liam Claibon is effective running the football and passing the football. This is a game where the Green Dragons need to focus on the little things and not try to do too much. They need to do their assignment and not worry about what their teammates might be doing. They will need to hold on to the football, not throw interceptions, and play mistake-free football. Defensively, Lewisburg will have to create turnovers and try to force the Tigers into 2nd long and 3rd long. This is not an impossible task for the Green Dragons, but it will take a monumental performance on both sides of the ball to come away with the victory. Game time is Friday night at 7 o'clock with the pregame at 6.30 on 100.9 in the Valley and WVLY.com. I'm Greg Wetzel for game day on Eagle 107.
10: Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg is the lowest price guaranteed. Period. Whether you're looking for a new or used vehicle, you're always going to find the lowest price at Blaze Alexander Ford. Check out all our inventory at blazealexanderford.com. And we have one of the largest selections in the state of Pennsylvania on new Fords and pre owned vehicles. Don't make a $1,000 mistake. Make the drive to Route 45 in Lewisburg, where you're always going to get the most for your trade and the lowest price guaranteed. Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg, taking the deals the other guys will. Oh,
11: I hate this line. I'm going to be late for work. I just want a cup of good coffee. and I don't have all day to sit here waiting.
6: Well, good news for you. You soon can get fresh roasted coffee and treats at Route 11 Coffee and Cream on the Danville Highway. It's going to be the funnest, funkiest coffee shop in the valley with a drive-thru that serves you friendly and fast. It's happening later this month, so go to their Facebook page now for updates. Route 11 Coffee and Cream on, you know, Route 11,
12: of course, in between Nori and Danville. Coming to you soon. It's time to put Wi-Fi where it belongs. Everywhere. Replace your router and blanket your whole home with fast, reliable Wi-Fi powered by Plume and SECV. Plume continuously learns about your internet needs and gets better each day. Plume also brings you parental controls, guest access, ad blocking, and security protection from suspicious content and devices, all available at the touch of a button through the Plume app. Call 1-877-955-SECV
7: or visit secv.com slash Plume to learn more. WNL Nissan is proud to support the Sealance Grove Seals this high school football season on Eagle 107. Visit WNL Nissan on the Strip in Sealand's Grove as they are celebrating Nissan Truck Month till the end of the month, September 30th, with as low as 0% financing for up to 72 months on select models. See all offers and details online at w Stay safe and good luck to the 2020 Sealand's Grove Seals. In-store, at
13: home, or anywhere in between. Now you decide how to buy your next car, truck, van, or SUV. Conduct the entire process online from the comfort of your home and let us deliver your new vehicle to you. Or begin the experience online and finish it in our store for a quick and easy car buying experience. With never-before-seen incentive, now is the time to buy. All backed by our lowest price guarantee. So start your online digital buying experience today at BlazeAlexander.com. Taking deals? The other guys won't.
14: You're invited to the first annual Aaron's Trunk or Treat on October 31st from 1 to 3 p.m. in the parking lot at 1102 North High Street, Seal and Scrove. It'll provide a fun, safe environment for parents or guardians to bring children in costumes to trick-or-treat and enjoy the fun of the holiday. When you arrive, be sure to sign up at the registration table for some great door prizes and up to $50 off a new agreement. Aaron's is offering six months same as cash and free setup and delivery. Visit Aaron's showroom the whole month of October for great clearance sales and new merchandise coming in weekly. Aaron's in Sealands Grove. We are easy, beautiful, and affordable. Stop by today.
0: Eagle 107. Eagle 107.
1: Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Beautiful October evening for high school football. The Seals, Grove Seals hosting the Central Mountain Wildcats. Dave, after the Week 2 game when we were up at Mill Hall, when Central Mountain came away with the 7-3 win, the motto leaving there was, we're going to get a chance to play them again, and we're going to have to get an opportunity to avenge a difficult 7-3
2: loss to the Central Mountain Wildcats. Well night's here and the opportunities here for the SEALs. It's a perfect situation for Seals Grove to get the win because you know you, you always have an advantage. If you've if you lost to a team earlier in the year and you see them in the playoffs, for the first time this year we're actually seeing them in the regular season, but you see them again in the playoffs, it's it's rough to get a win over a team you've beaten previously. So we're in a good situation. We lost seven to three. It was a good football game. Um, I I'm looking I'm looking for the SEALs the SEALs to pull one off tonight and get this win. Seals Grove obviously will be looking
1: to ride the momentum a week ago, the best performance offensively. Two rushing touchdowns by Ryan almond behind an offensive line that we're opening up big holes for the senior fullback as he was able to carry the ball again for 91 yards rushing a week ago. It was a nice breakout for the Seals Grove Seals. Along with Ryan Almond, he also had his fourth straight week of double-digit tackles, now leads the team with 58 tackles, 10 tackles for loss in just five games. His 267 tackles places him 14th all-time in Seals Grove history but he's just five away from the 11th spot. Place him. <coughs> Place Hunter Croman in 24 away from the top ten for Ryan it's senior fullback and linebacker for the Seal and Scrove Seals. Hey, talk about tough. The Blaze Alexander Ford Tough Game of the Week brought to you by Blaze Alexander Ford, where it's worth the drive to Route 45. It's the Mithlinburg Wildcats hosting the Warrior Run Defenders. The Wildcats may have found some new offensive weapons. A team that hadn't scored in two games put up 35 points on the board last week, including 21 first-quarter points for the first time this season. Defenders have struggled stopping the run. Warrior Run did have their best offensive game of the season in a loss to Loyal Sock, though, controlling the clock in the second quarter, and they put up two touchdowns as well. So we'll keep an eye on that game throughout tonight. We call it the Blaze Alexander for tough game of the week, brought to you by Alex, blaze alexander ford we're gonna take another break come back dave was able to get down and talk to the head man coach Derek case we'll get his conversation come up here after the break stick around this seals game day driven by sunberry motor company on eagle 107 and eagle107.com
15: there she is again always messing with your eyebrows she's you Blessing in the mirror. Time for microblading by Blessed Beauty at Shalom Salon and Spa. Microblading is a semi permanent procedure that creates perfectly shaped and colored eyebrows without the daily work. Done by licensed technicians. Mention this ad and save $100 off your session in September. Stop messing with your brows with microblading by Blessed Beauty at Shalom Salon and Spa, Market Street, Middleburg. And on Facebook at Blessed Beauty, 570 837 1188. If the last time you had a fun event with your friends and family was Uncle Bob tells you about his vacation for the third time in a row, then you miss the great times that are found at Garfield's Restaurant and Pub. Everyone from moms and dads right down to all the kids always enjoy Garfield's food, plus ice cold drinks, including Pepsi. Enjoy light fare and appetizers, tasty entrees, desserts, and a whole bunch more. Catering is available too for your next holiday or party. It's always great times, great tastes at Garfield's Restaurant and Pub at the Susquehanna Valley Mall. Online at Garfield's.net. Sealand's
14: Grove Ford is your certified pre owned Ford headquarters. Buy with confidence. Buy with peace of mind. Leave with the best value on a pre-owned Ford in the area. Balance of a 7-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and 12-month, 12 12,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Finance rates as low as 1.99%, a full tank of gas, and the peace of mind that you made the smart choice. Check out the inventory at sealandsgroveford.com. At Sealands Grove Ford, it's not just another used car. It's a certified pre-owned Ford at the bridge in Sealingsgrove. Grove.
11: At T. Ross Brothers Construction, they're proud to be a member of the communities in which they live and build. They've been serving our valley for over 50 years, and their reputation earned them the honor of building many of the area's residences, businesses, and community and religious facilities. Whether you want to build, expand, or remodel, T. Ross Brothers Construction is committed to providing you with the very best in design, quality, and value. Visit them at trossbrothers.com, and you'll learn why they say,
14: We're building for the future. Did you ever notice? Football sure does whip up your appetite. Make sure you stop at Tom's Eatery at Fox Crossing on Route 35 in Mount Pleasant Mills before the game, and you'll really enjoy the excitement however you're experiencing the game. Tom's Eatery is open Wednesday through Sunday from 11 till 8 with delicious specials every day. Your favorite country comfort foods, sandwiches, dinners, and desserts. They're available for private parties and gatherings, too. Tom's Eatery in Mount Pleasant Mills, also on Facebook.
0: This is Sealands Grove Seals football on Eagle 107. It's time for the Derek Hicks pregame show. Now back to the stadium with Pat O'Brien and Coach Hicks. And this is the Derek
16: Hicks
2: pregame show. Coach Hicks, it's been a, a weird, strange season, my friend. This is game two of the Central Mountain Series. Well, a few weeks ago, we lost a very tight game with Central Mountain 7-3. but We had several opportunities to win that game. How does this affect the mental preparation, preparation of the seals tonight. You think that uh, the
17: fact that we lost a squeaker to them last time around it was a good game? All that. What's what's it going to do for their their, their mental psyche tonight? Oh God, I hope they're up. I mean, we've been talking about it since the last time that uh, you know sometimes you lose it or you you get beat. Excuse me. And uh, you know getting beat when the team's better is one thing, but sometimes you give them away and you lose a game. And I felt like with that one, uh, like you said, there there were opportunities and we just couldn't make that play to to uh, to get the W that night. Like three times in the red zone? Uh, right. Correct, Yeah, yes. And then twice inside the five? Yeah, Coming up empty? Yeah, that was a yeah. tough one. Yeah.
2: I hear you, brother. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh,
17: Coach, if you had lost that game, what would be the difference tonight for your kids in terms uh, of mental preparation? Oh, uh, won, it. Yeah, won, we won it? yeah, we won it. Honestly... Yeah, you know, I, I think, uh, and not that they're not always excited to play, uh, but when you, you know, football's a sport, you don't get that home and away. You don't get that opportunity usually to play a team a second time. Um, so I think they're certainly a little more up than they might have been. Uh, but like I said, I, I think regardless, it's a Friday night. You know, you practice hard all week and and you get one shot at, uh, at game time. Oh, no, absolutely. But isn't it harder, though? Isn't it, isn't it true that when you've beaten a team the first time and you see them later in the season, it's hard to beat them again? Yes. Yeah. Actually, I mean, I say that every year come playoff time. The hardest thing you can do is beat the same team twice. That's exactly uh, right. Okay. So yeah, it's uh, you know I like the fact home turf. You got that the, uh, the the mental edge there with losing the first time. So we'll see. Yep. There you go. Have you seen any changes to the Wildcats since uh, since you played my last time, Coach? Now, I looked at them on film against Shemokin. Mm-hmm. I thought their, their their run game improved greatly. Uh, I was just going to say that, and I was going to say I hate to say this, but I think they're better up front and they're running the ball better. I, that, um, that's exactly what and I. And uh, you know, with uh, with Pence back there, that's certainly not the thing you want to hear. No, and and then they yeah, they put, uh, they put uh, number sixteen Peyton Johnson in yeah. it, it the,
2: Wildcat it the the Wildcats.
17: that's that's pretty effective too. Yeah, yeah, super athlete. And they're just finding ways to get him the ball.
2: Yeah, right. Now, coach, their personnel. Let's just talk about the, their, their players. A couple seconds here.
17: Their quarterback, number nine, Brett Gerlach. What do you think mm-hmm. of him? You know, he, he's efficient. He uh, that's not a good way to describe. Yeah, him. not lighting it up every week, uh, but he's making the, the simple passes when he has to and uh, moving the chains. And like I said, the the, the goal is they're going to feed Pence and uh, try and run the ball. And you know, he when he has to throw, he does what he needs to do. He's he's a game manager. Correct. He, he's, yeah, not, that's, he's not a super quarterback but he's a good game man. Right. Right? That's a great term. You know he, he does he doesn't make the mistakes, doesn't hurt the offense, and uh you know get, keeps him keeps keeps him going. Yep, there you go. How
2: about uh, running back number two, Ryan Pence? Yes. Nice athlete. He looks fast, Coach.
17: Uh, Athlete and, yeah, fast against Schmoken last week. He had several uh, 50-plus-yard touchdowns, and, uh, you know, it was one of those. They ran some inside traps and uh, dives and, or excuse me, leads, and once he broke through that line of scrimmage, it was over. He was gone. Right. That's right, and coach. Uh, now, uh, an athlete. Probably my
2: favorite athlete in the whole team is is number sixteen, Peyton Ka- uh, Johnson. Yep. They list him as an
17: athlete, but then they also list him as what uh, a, a receiver and a defensive back. right? Yes, receiver, D back, and uh, he, he's kind of all over the place, like mm-hmm. you said, Wildcat quarterback. So, uh, a guy that you've got to be aware of where he's at at all times. His speed is outstanding. Oh, uh, he's uh, he's one of the best athletes you'll see. Yeah, and absolutely. And did you see the? Here okay, one of their coaches see if he picks up on this did you see that did you see that bubble route they ran coach oh yeah. yeah yeah i mean he like i said the, we, our guys on film they know where he's at each and every play yeah. and you have to i mean you, you've got to take away their best players if you want to be successful mm-hmm. defensively mm-hmm.
2: Yep. okay and uh last
17: but not least coach well not last, but strong safety number thirteen, Jason Winker. How about that kid? <laughs> yeah, just a little fella. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you what, he is all over the field, and what I love about him is he's not afraid to mix it up. No. He, uh, you know, a lot of times you get the little guys; they're gonna be grabbing at an ankles, and he does not shy away from contacts. No, he seems to go to his the strength. They put him wherever they think the ball's yeah. going. Yep, and, and he plays downhill. Oh, well, he does. And now I saw a, a roster today; had him at one fifty-five. I don't think he's that big, is he? I. I'll tell you, he just walked by us here. I. I would. I would. That would be generous. I would. Yeah, yeah, that, Okay. I got you. Um, offensive wine. Excuse me. Our personnel. Are we healthy? Um. Yeah. Yeah. We're uh, we're in good shape. Uh, we're without the services of Seco tonight uh, on the line. Right. Uh, but it's a huge boost we get shown back tonight. So got uh, be Yeah. You know, you get him back on the field. Absent, not played since week one. Uh, took the took the time, did it right, rehabbed, and uh, looked really good in practice. This Excellent. Week looked Excellent. really good. Is he going to be limited tonight, Coach? Or what you, what you uh, Um. I think it'll be kind of a, a game feel, but I would expect that he would be a little bit. Yes. Okay. Good. Good and uh well we just covered the line we just covered the lineup changes
2: uh cool red jerseys tonight coach I like it
17: yeah yeah we uh you know we haven't worn them uh they're they're Nike uh, they went out of date with Nike so we can't get replacements so we're without some numbers uh, and I told the kids we couldn't wear them just because we, we can't do that and they kind of uh, uh, you know convinced the guys that were numberless to, to wear something different for tonight so they could get the red jerseys out one more time Yeah, that's really cool I love it I love it. Coach, in general, what are you what are you hoping to see from your offense tonight? Uh, sustained drives. You know, I mean, you look at the Milton game. Most of our scores were big plays. Mm-hmm. Um, Shikolemi, a couple big runs, but last week I thought our one long scoring drive was a nice sustained drive. Ran the yeah. ball well. Um, you know, and that's the big thing is sustained drives kind of keep that defense off or keep their offense off the field. Yeah. Our defense, and uh, okay. you know, if we can do that, that that's big. Oh, I completely. I completely agree with the coach. Defensively, coach, what must we stop? If we're going to be if we're going to beat. Central Mountain tonight. Uh, You've got to stop the running game. You know that that, that's their bread and butter. You look at what they did to Schmokin last week, uh, and and about the time you you start loading the box, like I said, their quarterback. You said game manager. Mm -hmm. Uh, So our secondary can't fall asleep, but we've certainly got we've got to load up on the run game. I know some of the receivers sometimes drop the ball. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they have kids who can run, but they can't. No, some have a little tough time grabbing the ball. Yeah, and we'll take any help. I mean, anything like that, any little help you can get, we'll take it. And. And uh, what kind of performance do you think you'd like to see from your special teams tonight, Coach? Uh, like they've been doing, uh, with the exception of that smoking game. You know, they have been. Kick cover or excuse me, kick return has been setting the table, getting out the midfield. You um them right they have. You know, last week they were or the last couple games, they've been smart. We haven't had that penalty that, that negated a big return. Yes. Uh, Brett Ford's been huge on punt returns. Um, you know, and I thought last week our kick cover we gave up a, a couple yards at times, so we worked that this week, worked staying in lanes and uh, you know we've 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 been good there and that needs to continue tonight. Okay, so, good coach, and, and last but not least, coach, is it safe to ask you about playoffs? Yeah, sure. We're gonna do a Jim Moore on. No, it? I'm or not gonna give you, play you the playoffs. No, yeah. no, okay. we won't go there. But uh, it's such a cloudy picture. Nobody knows. Right. Yeah, you know, and I told the kids that basically, in and out doesn't matter. Just keep winning, and it'll take care of itself. You know, one game at a time. Let's get the W tonight. Go to Schmokin next week, and then we'll see what happens. Good common sense, coach. Thank you. All right. Good luck thank tonight, coach. Yep. Take care. Yep.
6: We all sometimes are in need of a way to express how we feel. When you want to say congratulations on that beautiful new baby, great job, happy birthday, happy anniversary, or simply I care, trust Gracie's Flowers in Seals Grove to give your feelings their finest expression. Gracie's is a full service florist. No matter the occasion, Gracie's will work their magic and put together a customized gift basket and add balloons, plants, candles, plush animals, fruits, or snacks for a personal touch. Local delivery is available, and Gracie's Teleflora Services can send you bouquet to loved ones anywhere, anytime. Call for Gracie's Flowers. 901 North Market Street in Sealands Grove.
7: Another crazy season. I mean weird. A stadium sporting event that used to sound like this... Now sounds like this. But you've got the game on the radio and you can still get great food. Delicious Dairy Queen Grill and Chill.
14: And this month, the blizzard of the month, is mocha fudge. Plus, try the new pumpkin cookie butter shake. And the chicken strip basket is now with Hidden Valley Ranch.
7: Sealands Grove High School Football in DQ. And your crowd goes wild. Dairy Queen Grill and Chill. Roots 1115 on the Strip. Sealands Grove.
18: Before you travel to the football stadium to cheer on your team, Tri-County Tag, your local PennDOT partner can make sure your vehicle or tailgating RV is ready to roll. Tri-County Tag Service, Hummel's Wharf, is your convenient one-stop shop for fast and efficient service. Registrations, title work, and transfers, driver's license renewals, and notary services. All of those tasks that can seem overwhelming are taken care of without a long line or appointment. Tri-County Tag Service, the Susquehanna Valley's trusted PennDOT partner for over 40 years. Open Monday through Saturday at Park Road and Pennsylvania Avenue in Hummel's Wharf. State and service fees. This is Bill Booker, and as a Sealands Grove parent and fan, I know all of us can't attend the games as much as
19: we used to, but I'm thrilled we can still listen to our seals together. The game of life has thrown us some trick plays this year, and if financial matters are stressing you out, I'm here to help with all of your income tax needs. No matter if it's for one person or a whole business, I do the best for my clients. Please schedule a time to talk with me by calling 570-374-7343. That's Bill Booker CPA, 530 South Market Street in Sealands Grove, right next to the American Legion. I look for Forward to seeing you all soon in person, and as always, go SEALs. Eagle 107.
1: Welcome back, SEALs driven by Sunbury Motor Company on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Pat O'Brien along with Dave S, Zach Showers, Anthony Afusa, our producer. Dave, you get a chance to get down and talk to Derek Kick before each game. Have a great conversation with him about his preparation, where his team's at. What's your
2: sense walking away after that conversation with him in terms of his kids' preparation for tonight? I uh, I got the sense that he's very comfortable with where this team is tonight. I I, I felt that uh, he, he seemed very confident uh, about their preparation I like where we are. Uh, just based on, on coaches, uh, his responses, and, and uh, being close to the team down there, I like, uh, I like what I see. One thing he's been able to count on year in, year out, is that defense and the
1: way the defense is played. I feel like to spotlight them a little bit in terms of what they did a week ago, again, shutting out Shikalemi. Shikalemi uh, was a team that scored against 20 points against Shimokin the week before, so we knew they had some capabilities of scoring. But well, boy, what did you see most from them a week ago that gave you a sense that they just were up to the up to the
2: task of shutting down the Chicletti break team? Well, and you watched the line of scrimmage last week. You saw our defensive lineman getting upfield, and they actually got into the backfield about a yard and moved around. That's that's exactly what needs to happen for our defense to be effective. And uh, you know that's why you see a guy like Ammon, uh, you know, with Ryan Ahmed with all these all these tackles, because because when our defensive line plays well, they free him up. They keep him free to, to make tackles and that's exactly what we want.
1: And then as a coach, as you build on the all the aspects of the game. You know, you always say to your kids, you know, you gotta be good in special teams, you gotta be good on defense, you gotta be good on offense. A week ago, they were good in three phase. Got this eighty six yard punt return by Brett Four, which kind of lit a fire under under the tails. How does that carry on now that you to get that message to you guys that it is a three-phase game and you got to be good in all aspects?
2: Last week was that that's got to build momentum and you got to really get them bought into what's going on. And that's that's the whole key, Pat. They have to be bought in. They have to believe in what's happening. And and you know when we scored a touchdown last week, I the belief came back. I thought I thought that the kids really felt better about their football team. And uh, I think that's what it's all about. I think it's all about that. Um, knowing you can do it and, and having enough confidence to get it done. You know, everybody was doubting us for three weeks, and uh, here we are now. We're back, and the offense has improved, and we're looking to get revenge tonight. We can take away one of those losses. And you look at last week, ended up going for 148 yards on the ground, led
1: by, and we've talked about with Ryan Almond, he carries 91 yards and two touchdowns. But we also talked about the Brett Ford 86-yard punt return touchdown. He also had an 18-yard interception return for a touchdown as well that just put the nail in the coffin on the Chickalembe Brave. So, again, you're asking the kids to buy in the fact that, and you said all the time, Dave, when you coach, your defense is expecting to score every time they get on the field. Well, there's another uh, another way of showing, hey, we got the capabilities to score on the defensive side. So I'm thinking that maybe that will light things up, and maybe you get another defensive touchdown here tonight from,
2: from your defense. I'll tell you what, there's nothing better for a team than getting a defensive score, because that's what you're rooting for all the time. All the defenders, they want to be the guy that crosses the goal line with the football, and and. That's huge, and I, I'm, I'm glad that they, they're feeling good about it, and I, I just hope it pays off for them tonight. This is Now, make no mistake, this is going to be a tougher game than last week. Uh, Central Mountain is it's a far better football team than Chickalimi was, but I think, I think we're a better football team now too. So, Well, we
1: talked about Brett Ford, two interceptions a week ago as well, and again, one went pick six. Also, four joins the likes of Ryan Shuck, Dwayne Parker, uh, Braden Klinger, Mike Ritter, and Jared Minnerly as the only Seals to have multiple punt return touchdowns in their career. Four also had one last year against Georgia Shore in the district championship game. So he puts himself in nice company with his 86-yard punt return a week ago against the Chickalimba Braves. Now we continue to talk about on the defensive side. And somebody that uh, we watched grow, and you talk about being a program guy who Who's just really committed himself, and that's Brandon hile Brandon Hill has back-to-back weeks of 10 tackles and 13 tackles. Now he just had six against Chicka last week, but he had three sacks to go along with it. Hill also carried the ball seven times for 27 yards, and you know he's a disrupting kind of force. And whether it comes up in the in the uh, box score with a bunch of tackles and and sacks and and deflections or different things, but he's somebody that. You gotta plan out for it. you gotta scheme for it from an offensive standpoint and you gotta know where he's at. And
2: that's what Brandon Howell gives you from that defensive side. Yeah, he sure does because because he has just tremendous speed. And and with each game he's getting better and better at getting at playing upfield and, and taking on blockers and shedding blockers and his tackling is outstanding too. He's he's a good athlete. Certainly is the SEAL defense. Uh, got their, forced their first
1: shutout since last October when they shut out Chimoka 27-0. Against Chickalimi, the SEALs defense held Chickalimi to 0 for 4 on fourth down attempts. One game in the first quarter, Chickalimi moved the ball to the SEAL's seven-yard line with the defense held on a fourth and one. Also in the first quarter, the Schick had great field position at Seals Grove 43-yard line, and after three plays, set up a fourth and two from the 35-yard line where the Seals' defense held again, forced a fumble on that play. Now we move to the second quarter, and on the next drive, Schick had the ball in the Seals' 35-yard line, but the defense stopped the Schick quarterback on a fourth and two to regain possession for the Seals. And then finally in the fourth quarter, on Schick's final drive, Brandon Heil sacked the quarterback on a fourth and seven, and the shutout was completed again. So what you're saying is you're moving the ball, getting it into fourth and short fourth down plays, and boy, and we talk about it all the time. You got to get the defense off the field, and you do that on a fourth and short. And boy, they came up big a week ago, coming up with huge stops
2: on fourth down. That and when you when a team goes 0-4 against you uh, on fourth downs, you have had you have had something. An accomplishment by your defense that you can really hang your head on, man, because there is no better test for your manhood as a team than to get in there when it's fourth and short and dig in and, and stop that team from getting that yard. That is a huge win for the Sealers Grove. That in itself has got to be a huge, huge um, confidence builder for this program. Now
1: take a look at Central Mountain. Central Mountain has four wins, and the most they've had since 2012 when they went five and six offensively. And you talked about it with with Coach Hicks, and you know he's on the radar. Ryan Pence, he carried the load last week against Shemokin. He rushed for 237 yards, three touchdowns on just 15 carries, and Ben Garlic had sixty seven yards on thirteen carries. And the athlete Peyton Johnson, you talked a lot about him. You could tell he's on Coach Six radar as well. Scored on a fifty-nine yard touchdown to lead the offense that racked up three hundred and fifty nine yards on the ground against Shemokin. Brett Gerlock, the quarterback, has kept the Central Mountain team kept that went in balance on the offensive side. The Schmoken defense did hold him in check last week, 5 for 12 for just 32 yards. But, again, you hear that word come up when you talk about quarterbacks being the game manager. And, boy, when you turn and you can stick it in the gut of somebody like Ryan Pence and let your offensive line, you don't need your quarterback to throw the ball around.
2: Yeah, uh, and, but, but he, does, he does throw the ball just well enough to win. Mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, I, yeah, he's a good quarterback. He's a nice athlete. I, the two people that really impressed me, are, like you you had mentioned, Ryan pence what an athlete! Number two, the running back, smooth, good-looking athlete. When he moves, it's just everything's graceful. He's very, uh, he's very, very, very precision with all of his moves. There's nothing wasted when he runs down the field. And I also like Peyton Johnson, that receiver. I know we're getting a little redundant here. We keep saying the same oh, thing. A- Peyton Johnson, number 16, is an unreal athlete. He's got speed, and they will put him in, in quarterback at, in a Wildcat situation. Uh, they put him all over the field pretty much, but uh, he he
1: gets it done. And he's, like you said, it's good athlete, and he's really come on. We saw him a year ago and definitely has taken the offseason and allowed himself to grow into quite an athlete for the Central Mountain Wildcats. Now, the defense aside for Central Mountain, Smokin put up 304 yards and three touchdowns through the air. And boy, that would be a nice sign for Sealsgrove if they could put some uh, passing together against this good Central Mountain team. And their only loss against Jersey Shore, the Bulldogs were able to rack up 312 yards rushing against the Wildcats defense and another 183 and four touchdowns through the air. So they show some vulnerability through the air. And we know that Sealsgrove offense in terms of passing is still under development and they got to really come up big. But this would be a wonderful night for some of that to all come together for Corey Bastian and his receiving corps.
2: Well, if we're going to make noise uh, through the rest of the year and into the playoffs, we, we've got to start making those passes now. And, and I think it's time for a big breakout night for Bastian. I think he's going to be okay. We look forward to that, the to
1: senior quarterback for the Seal and Grove <coughs> Seals. We're going to step aside. Homecoming court being announced to the crowd here on a beautiful October evening at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. This is SEAL's Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com.
11: Saving money on your next vehicle is as easy as SMC. Sunbury Motor Company. Since 1915, SMC provides total commitment to complete customer satisfaction. Sunbury Motor sells and services new Fords, Lincolns, and Hyundais in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury. And new Kias on the Golden Strip in Hummel's Wharf. No one beats Sunbury Motor Company's lowest price promise. Check them out at Sunbury Motor .com. SMC, a tradition of trust since 1915.
16: Hello, we're the subsex, John and Tracy, owners of Carpet Man in Milton. For four years now, our family
20: has been raising money to help fight breast cancer.
16: We care so much because we know how hard the battle is. I'm a proud survivor of breast cancer, and that's why we're raising money for the Thyra Humphrey Center for Breast Health, at Evangelical Community Hospital. For each and every
20: flooring sale in October, Carpet Man will make a donation to the hospital.
16: These are tough times, but Carpet Man is committed to make a difference.
20: We hope to see you soon here at Carpet Man. I'm Art Thomas, president of Diversified Construction. Bathroom modifications, outside ramps and vertical platform lifts, stair glides, and door widenings are some of the construction services we provide. Our certified agent in place specialist can meet with your family to discuss projects that keep people living where they want to be. Don't wait for a crisis situation. Diversified Construction can help keep you safe at home. Visit our website, check out our Facebook page, and call us today for a free site visit and consultation. Diversified Construction, proud to be the consumer's choice.
7: Mark and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors. It's Jeep Adventure Days, and we're celebrating with special Jeep pricing for everyone. We have huge discounts on every new Jeep in stock, up to $6,000 off new Jeep Cherokees to qualified individuals.
4: We're also discounting every new Jeep Renegade up to $7,000. Jeep Adventure
7: Day discounts all month long, great Election, 0% financing on many Jeep models. It's going to be a fun month. So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman Difference. Call 570 Jeep or visit us online at Zimmermanjeep.com At the Shawley Insurance Agency, they love sports. Just ask Carol Berlin. They're proud to support our area's schools and high school football teams. They thank the coaches, parents, and communities that support the athletes and believe that participation in any sport helps to foster teamwork, dedication, respect and character. Remember, for all of life's touchdowns and tackles, the Shally Insurance Agency is here to help, offering coverage for your home, auto, business, and employee benefits. Sholly Insurance Agency, we're here to help. Visit us at shollyagency.com.
0: Eagle 107 is WEGH, Northumberland, Sealants Grove. Your home for Sealants Grove Seals football. It's almost time for kickoff. Seagulls Grove Seals Football on Eagle 107 is sponsored by
6: Glicks, Shock Law, Hubs Home Oxygen, WL Nissan, Diversified Construction, Shalom Salon and Spa, Garfield, Seagulls Grove Ford, Shamokin Dam Health Center, Marzoni's, ITG Basement Systems, Gracie's Flowers, Aaron's Rental, Tom's Eatery, Dry Valley Tag, Eleven Coffee and Cream, William Booker CPA, Service Electric Cable Vision, Central Vision Eye Care, and Dairy Queen Grill and Chill.
0: Now from the stadium are Pat O'Brien and Dave Hess. Welcome back to Siebel's Game Day, driven by Sunbury
1: Motor Company, Eagle 107, Eagle107.com, getting ready for the First National day, Anthem. Keep it up. I won when we're going to get that started, but in the meantime, I'll let you know about the weather. 48 degrees at this point, feels like 46, but it's a good-looking night for high school football. A little bit of humidity in the air, no problem that way, no rain expected, only 10% chance of rain, so we get a good night of high school football, wind shouldn't be a problem either for either team, so two teams that like to run the ball shouldn't have any problems here tonight holding on to the ball for the Seals or for the Wildcats. Now Dave, we throw it to you and keep it an eye on when the National Anthem is going to come, but... Well, we say, what's going to seal the deal
2: for a victory for the seal and Grove Seals? Well, we've got we got to score points, number one. We've got to get some points on the board. Our offense has to continue to build from where they were. I got to build on that success we had last week. Defensively, we've got to shut down the run game. We've got to defend the pass. We've got to shut down the run because the run game is the thing that's going to either win or lose it for them tonight. And we've got to play solid special teams. Uh, I'd like to see a turnover. I'd like to see a special team score, too.
1: Looking back when we played Central Mountain in week one, again a seven to three game for the Sealings Grove Seals coming up short to the Central Mountain Wildcats up at Wildcats up at Mill Hall and kind of recapping that game when you think about how it went down. Seals Grove only had 131 total yards. They were able to hold Central Mountain to 177. They only gave up 96 yards on the ground to the Central Mountain Wildcats, and they were led by Pence, 18 carries, 78 yards, and a touchdown. Johnson had four carries for 17 yards in that week two matchup. And then through the air, Gerlock 9 for 15, 81 yards, and did throw an interception and was intercepted by Teague Hoover. For Bastion, he was 10 for 24, 93 yards, and did throw an interception as well. And he is also the leading rusher with nine carries and 20 for 29 yards. Seals Grove also had seven penalties for 65 yards in that Week Two matchup. So, in a 7-3 ball game, to have seven. Penalties and also a turnover. That's way too much for the Seals Grove Seals, and that's where you're thinking they are in a better place. We're getting ready for the national anthem here as the Central Mountain Wildcats have taken the field. The Seals Grove Seals will be taking the field here shortly. But again, we're getting ready for a big matchup when teams are looking towards a playoff push for the Seals Grove Seals and the Central Mountain Wildcats. On Eagle 107, Eagle107.com, getting ready for the SEALs and the Central Mountain Wildcats as we pay respects to the flag and the plane of the National Anthem. has been Seals Game Day driven by Sunbury Motors with Ford, Hyundai, and Lincoln's in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza in Sunbury and Sunbury Motors Kia's Motors Kia Route 11 to 15 on the strip in Humbles Wharf. Again, the Seals Grove Seals should be taking the field here shortly. The Wildcats have already taken the field. Take a look how the Wildcats have gotten to where they're at in the season, they beat Chickalemi Week One, 33 to six, and again in Week Two they beat the Seals seven to three. They lost to Jersey Shore 55-7 before having no problem with the Milton Black Panthers and beating them 49 to six last week. They beat the Shamokin Indians 41 to 27. After tonight, they'll take on the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, their opponent their record 10 and 9 their winning margin 21.3 points in those wins for the Central Mountain Wildcats for the Seals Grow Seals they started the season 1 and 0 when they beat the Milton Black Panthers 42 to 6 and they lost to Central Mountain 7 to 3 on the road at Central Mountain and then they lost back to back games as they were shut out by the Shemokin Indians. 16-0 before losing the Jersey Shore. 33-0 but the Seals bounce back. Got Seals go. yeah! And got the win a week ago to the Shigalimi Braves. 28-0. They're winning margin in their two wins. 32 points in those two wins. Looking at the last five games for the the Central Mountain Wildcats against Shemokin, they rushed for 359 yards in that victory. Against Milton, they had 21 points in the first quarter and put Milton away early in that matchup. Against Jersey Shore, they only had 36 yards rushing on 37 carries in that loss to Jersey Shore. And against the Seals Grove Seals, Bastion led the team in rushing with 29 yards. And again, versus Shikalemi, they had a 20-play drive covering 75 yards and a touchdown for the Central Mountain Wildcats. Central Mountain come in tonight averaging 27.4 points per game, 283 yards. Total offense, 108 through the air, 174 on the ground. They have 16 touchdowns, 10 of those coming on the ground and six of them through the air. They have fumbled just once all year long. And they're scoring... 34 points in the first quarter, backed up by 34 in the second, 41 in the third and 28 in the fourth quarter for the Central Mountain Wildcats for their 137 points. For the Seals, Grove Seals averaging 14.6 points per game, 150 yards per game, 68 through the air, 82 on the ground. They have seven touchdowns on the season, all coming from the rushing department. They've thrown four interceptions, four fumbles, They've scored 14 in the first quarter, 24 in the second, 34 in the third, and just seven in the fourth quarter for the Seals Grove Seals. Seals Grove dressed in their all-red uniforms with their white helmets. The Wildcats will kick this one away. They're in their all-white uniforms and their blue helmets. Get the ball first here, Dave, and see this offense led by senior quarterback Corey Bastion get on the
2: field first. Uh, We'd like to see him get a good jump on uh, on this Central Mountain team tonight. Nate Allman back deep along with Teague Hoover. It's a good high kick, going to drive Hoover
1: back inside his 10. He's at the 15, the 20, 25, full head of steam to the 40 until he's finally taken down at the 43-yard line. And one thing Seals Grove did not have a problem with in the first matchup against the Central Mountain Wildcats, and that was field position. They had great field position all night. They start with good field position as they are able to take it out beyond the 40, out to the 43. Look like they market about the 43-yard line. Seals Grove will have it. First down and 10, led by senior quarterback Coy Bastion. In the backfield, Heil, Hoover, and senior fullback Ryan Ahmed. The receivers, Nate Aubin, wearing number three tonight, along with senior receiver Brett four The tight end is Aaron Roth. The other receiver you'll see is Scott Kissinger. This first out play off the left side, got some room to midfield. He'll take it down there, nice seven-yard pickup, and a positive play for the
2: Seals to get things started. Uh, I believe that was Steve Hoover running the ball, and it was a tough run, and the offensive line got good movement on that center mountain off- or offense defensive front. Good job by the offensive line. Second and what, about a long, a long two? Speaking of offensive line, senior Nick Young, the
1: guard Steve Biller Fogarty. You also will see Maurer, the tackles, Vance Metzger, and see if it is Catherine who gets the call, number 62. Check on that tackle on the left side. This is going to go Hoover again. He's got a first down. He fumbled the ball. It looks like the Central Mountain Wildcats jumped on top of it. Oh, man, that's he, a shame. He had the
2: first down. Ball got knocked out, and the Central Mountain Wildcats jumped on top of it. We're off to a second good run in a row there by T. Hoover. The offensive line moved, moved things well. Um, Hoover caught the ball up right at the end of the play as he got hit, so that, that that's a tragedy, but you know what? That sudden change, we got to play for a, a big turnaround here. Get that momentum right back. So Central Mountain will have it first and 10, and they'll have good field
1: position at their own 41 yard line as they get things going here. Eye formation behind Gerlach. Give it to the deep man. That's Pence. Hit immediately, goes down. Yard pickup. Ryan Amit, no Seals surprise there, that go way, go involved forward, in the Ryan stop. Alman. Had some help from teammates, but it's a about a one-yard
2: pickup, second down and nine for the Central Mountain Wildcats. And Central Mountain tried to pick up right where they left left off last week. They ran right at, straight up the gut, uh, right at the Seals Grove defense. And there was there was no room at the end, baby. It's second and nine. We'll take a look
1: at the starting lineups after this play on a second down and nine for the Wildcats man goes in motion that's Johnson that's where he's looking throws it out to Johnson he makes the catch chase by Brandon Hiles he takes it to midfield and then inside oh, Seals the Grove territory at the 49 yard line Johnson. a bit close to a first Run down pickup the three, for Seals. the Central Mount Wildcats on the pass from Gerlock. looking at his starting lineups Gerlock at quarterback he's a junior in the backfield Ryan Pence and also Walliser he's a junior the Receiving core Johnson with the catch there also the tight end is Ben Ger- Gerlock garlic, excuse me and the other receiver you'll see is Nick long Let's Talk about this offensive line after this first down 10 play after picking up the first down for the Wildcats Give it to the fullback. That's Wallizer. He's hit by Rumberger goes down falls down at the 45-yard line
2: so pick up four for the Central Mountain Wildcats. Now, that time uh, the running back for while, uh, for Central Mountain did get through the line of scrimmage well, but I tell you what, he was met hard by Rumberger. Solid tackle by Rumberger. The offensive line: Segan,
1: the center; Welch and McCarl, the guards; Sprague and Strutz are the tackles for the Central Mountain Wildcats. Up front for Sealsgrove: Fogarty, Miller, and Vance Metzger. Going to have to play real big here against this good rushing attack for the Central Mountain Wildcats. We get a penalty on, right? on the play. Look at the linebackers. Ryan Ahmet, also Rothamal Rumberger getting the call. Number 26, just a sophomore, was on the last tackle there uh, for the Seals Grove defense. Also, the outside linebackers, Brandon Heil Jr., Scott Kissinger. He's a senior. The defensive That's back, the Nate Amit, and Brett Ford, along with the safety, T. Hoover, the second leading tackler for the Seals Grove defense. So, a penalty against the Seals. Grove Seals will make the second down and one for the Central Mountain Wildcats. No score, just underway. First offensive possession for the Central Mountain Wildcats. This is following a turnover by the Seals. Gerlock drops back. Look at deep down the right sideline. Yeah, offensive pass interference. Good call by the official there. As. Nick Long tried to push Brett Four away, but that was out in the open and an easy call there, and no argument from the receivers. He jogs back to the line of scrimmage.
2: I really think that uh, Long was just trying to to stop um, Brett Four from catching the ball. I thought that Brett was going to get the pick there. Mm-hmm. Probably a pretty smart move, pretty smart penalty for that uh, that receiver, actually.
1: In the last five games for the Seals against Central Mountain. Other than the Week 2 loss, 7-3, they won in 2019 where they had 383 total yards, winning that one 38-21. In 2018, they won 41-13. They had 250 yards rushing. In 2017, they won 40-3 with 425 yards passing and five touchdowns. In 2016, they won 52-7, had nine tackles for loss, three interceptions, and three sacks in that win in 2016 over the Central Mountain Wildcats. The winning margin, 29.25 in those wins for the Seals Grove Seals. We're going to get another flag here. Seals Grove in those wins at 30 tackles for loss. That's six a game in those last five games against the Central
2: Mountain Wildcats. Another penalty against the Wildcats. Five yard penalty it will remain. Going in the wrong direction here, Dave. Yep, well, they jumped all sides last time, so that's good. We'll take it. It's second and what, about 20? Second about 21. They had the ball on their own 40-yard line, Central Mountain.
1: Yeah, to march it all the way back. They're going to put three receivers in the formation. This time are the Central Mountain Wildcats. Blitz by Rumberger. He's coming off the edge. Quick throw this time out to Pence. He's trying to take it out to the right side. Able to squeeze through defenders before he's knocked off his feet. That's Brandon Heil making the stop. And also he's Nate like Almit um, as Ryan Pence uses the ability to, to squeeze Pence. through defenders. But he by Brandon Heil tackled him at the 49-yard
2: line. Eight so eight this is going to be a nine third nine down and 12 for The Wildcats. That was a good hit uh, by by Heil on on their good running back. What they did is they just tried to flare him out to the right. They just sent him straight out to his right, a little flare route, and the quarterback tried to hit him there. Didn't get anything. We are all over him. So it's a third down and long for the Wildcats. Get this
1: Wildcat offense off the field. That is the motto. Blitz coming, heavy. Gerlach drops back. Look at over the middle, in and out of his intended receiver's hands, and there to help make sure was Rumberger. It falls incomplete. It's going to be a fourth down play here, and that was Long coming across the middle of the sophomore linebacker. Make sure he knew next time you
2: come across there, I'll be standing around here somewhere, so be aware. Yeah, Rumberger got his attention. He's going to know that Rumberger's there for the rest of the night. There's no question about it. He was uh, the long receiver that was slow getting up off the turf after Rummy hit him.
1: Work noted to Nate Schoen, number five, is playing here tonight for the Seals Grove Seals defense. The punt is away by Weaver. He's going to bounce in front of Brett Ford. He's going to take it off the hop at the 16-yard line. He's to the 25, 30, up the right sideline, looking for one more block, and he's going to be knocked out of bounds. As T. Hoover was running in interference for him, Brett Ford couldn't run away from the one last guy, number 32. That's Wilt. He was able to make the stop. But, again, Sealers Grove, great field position. But there's a flag on the
2: play. Oh, no. What a great return by Brett Ford. They returned it right, obviously it was called to return it right. Sideline call and what an impressive run by Brett.
4: Block in the back,
1: call and the during that return, they're gonna call us for a we'll hold. Back, Seals will gain possession So it's gonna walk Spot. back a great run back
2: by the Seals Grove Seals. Yeah, we have the ball now in the twenty four yard line. We would have had it on Central Mountain about the forty five yard line, I believe. So it's gonna be back
1: all the way to the twenty-four-yard line. Seals take over, no score. Six or eight thirteen to go here in the first quarter. Bastion under center. Turn. Give it to the deep man. That's Heil, straight up the middle, up the right hash, close to the 29-yard line. A nice burst of that, about four yards that time for the Seals.
2: But Dave, we can't stress enough for an offensive struggle. That's a positive play. Oh, it was a positive play, and even more positive is once again that offensive line got that the, the defensive front from Central Mountain moving backward, and that's a good thing because they have I mean they have a 320-pound nose guard in there playing that against is. poor little little Nick Young. That's Jake Welch, the senior. Mm-hmm turn give it to the fullback that's omit he's going to try to
1: get to the 30 and then weaver finishes him off at the 30 yard line pick up a one. so it's going to be a third down and medium for the seals Grove seals we'll call it a short four as they try to pick up a first down and this is exactly what we're talking about you need to be able to throw the ball just enough to keep the defense honest and this would be a great situation just a quick little out to pick up this
2: first down and the Seals could keep the chains moving. A quick out or a hitch or a slant, just a, a real short, high-percentage completion pass. And we have a first down. And that's what it's
1: going to look like for Corey Bastion. As he's going to send Brett Ford to the left, Kissinger to the right. Ryan Allman lines up the wing back, goes in motion from right to left. Bastion takes a snap, gives it to Brandon Heil, off the left, trying to stretch it to the 32-yard line, but that's going to be short of a first down for the Seals' offense that time. They tried to stretch it to the left, unable to
2: pick up the first down, and a punting
1: situation for the Seals.
2: Now, they just ran toss, a uh, toss left that time. They got stuff, but what it did is to set up a play that comes off that that we used last week. Last week, we ran toss several times, and we ran a belly, pullback belly, for a long touchdown. So we just set up a belly for later on in the game. Falls and Johnson drop back, waiting for the
1: Katherman punt the punt's away good punt nice and high driving johnson all the way back to his 28 yard line be a chase it'll go down first guy down there nate all makes the stop wearing number three tonight and not number four but he makes the stop as johnson good athlete just don't want him to get started but he's able to take him down at the 30 yard line and that's where the wildcats will take over first down in ten no score here in the first quarter 619 to go in the
2: opening stanza. You know what was impressive about that last play is that Nate Almond just put a, a good hit on that kid with a good open field tackle, which is difficult in that situation. And we know the abilities of Johnson as an athlete, so
1: good play by your junior on the punt coverage. First down to 10 for the Wildcats. Turn, deep man gets it, that's Pence. Hitting the backfield and goes down. Was that Heil coming off the edge and making that stop? And it was. He used his quickness right down that line, Dave, and made the stop. He sure did. He's a, he's, he's a fine-looking athlete. Uh, he's coming off.
2: He's being replaced by Jack Hahn.
1: As he'll check into the game, number 26 comes in. into 28, comes in. That's Jack Hahn. 28 is Ron Berger. They'll move Ron Berger to the middle, but Hahn on the right side. Now they're going to switch him up. Nope. Now they're telling him to stay there. Second down and nine for the Wildcats at their own 31-yard line. Low snap to Gerlach. He's going to keep it. Nothing. Met in the backfield and driven to the turf. Right on it, Nate Schoen in on the stop. Seniors combined on the tackle there for the Seals. Lost on the play of two.
2: It'll be a third down and 11. I'll tell you what, Nate Schoen is quietly doing some good things in this football game. He's obviously a little tentative with that knee, and I don't blame him. I completely understand. But uh, he's starting to pick it up here a little bit, and he's, he's doing some nice things. He just penetrated the line of scrimmage at last play and had a nice, solid tackle in, in the Central Mountain backfield. We know Coach Renner for the
1: Central Mountain Wildcats has a lot of respect for Nate Schoen. He did not play in the Week 2 matchup, but he get a chance to see him play here. He knows that he could take over a game, and he's done it on that last play. Gerlach drops back lots of time. Over the middle, in and out of Pence's hands. Defended well there by Runberger. Falls incomplete, it'll be a fourth down and
2: 11, and a punting situation for the Central Mount Wildcats. I believe that uh, that was the kid that Rummy hit pretty hard the last time he encountered him, and, and Rummy was covering him on that pass, and he didn't catch the ball. I think it has something to do with that hit he took from Rummy earlier on. Good job by Rumberger. Punting situation for the Central Mount Wildcats. Weaver does the punting
1: for the Wildcats. And over and kick, Brett Ford comes up, makes the catch at the 45, He's going there. to the right, looking for a wall, trying to get away from one guy, does, up the right sideline and finally bounced out of bounds, but great field position, no flag, Seals Grove will have it at the Central Mountain Wildcat, 36-yard
2: line, first down and 10 for the Seals. That was, a, that was an exact... Clone of the last time we ran a punt return. Brett Ford came up the right side. They they ran up to our bench where our, our, our players are and got a nice return again up the right side. First down and ten for the SEALs. No score. 445 to go in the opening quarter. And the ball's down on, on Center Mountain's 36-yard line. Seals again,
1: great field position. Eye formation behind Bastion. Taking the snap. Deep man gets the call. That's Heil. Gets a block from Albitt. It's going to dive forward to get to the 35, maybe the 34-yard line. Pick up two for Brandon Hile, Knocked out of bounds by a host of white shirts. So it's going to be a second
2: down and eight for the Seals. Seals are going to try to get outside that time, and we just didn't get enough push by our receivers blocking on that play.
1: But it's a positive play of two yards for the Seals. Yeah.
2: Absolutely.
1: Eye formation, wings or receivers to each side. Deep man, Heil gets the call. Runs into White Shirt. Bounces off. Gets to the 30. Tries to stretch it to the 30. Looks like he'll get to the 31 yard line. So it's gonna be a third down and five for the Seals Gross Seals at the Central Mountain 31 yard line. Trying to keep this
2: drive alive. I'm thinking this is four-down territory for the Seals Grove Seals. Oh, I think it is, too. And and that last play was a lead, and, boy, that thing almost went. Um, tackle block, left tackle blocked out, left guard blocked in. Amund led through onto the linebacker. It was a nicely run play. Um, our running back got caught up a little bit with the fullback, and that's what slowed him down was able to get tackled. But good play.
1: Pass and roll it to his right. Looks over the middle. Ball's deflected and knocked away. So it's going to be now a fourth down and five for the Seal and Grove Seals, looking for big plays in each quarter, and we call them the candidates for the Shemoka Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. And then during our post-game show, we will announce the Shemoka Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Getting a big first down here could be just that in a tight ball game. No score. Seal and Grove played. Central Mountain to a 7-3 to loss in Week 2. Both defenses played real well in that week, and so far so so much the same here in this ball game. as Nate Allman splits far to the right. Bashes, drops back, under some pressure, rolling to his right. Going to look, gets rid of it. Intended for Rothamal, falls incomplete,
2: and that's going to turn the ball over on downs back to the Central Mountain Wildcats. 41. I like the choice. I like their decision to go for it on fourth down down here. The defense is playing well. We can defend them.
1: Seals Grove had a defensive touchdown a week ago against the Chick Limby Braves, 18-yard pick six by senior cornerback Brett Ford. And as you said, the defense is playing well. This Central Mountain team a week ago put up 359 yards total offense, 237 coming from the running back, Pence, but nothing so far. First down and 10 from their own 31-yard line for the Wildcats. Deep man gets a call. Pence trying to pop it to the outside. He does. He's going to have about seven. Ryan Allmett is able to stretch it out, make the stop along with Teague Hoover. But a good run by the Wildcats. Takes it to the 38-yard line. So we're going to call it a second down at about four for the Central Mount Wildcats. 3.28 to go in the opening quarter. No score between the Seals and the Wildcats. Here from Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. All live action being heard here on Eagle 107 and eagle107.com. Two wide receivers split to the left, one to the right for the Wildcats. Quick pitch is going to go to Pence underneath the defender, and it's going to be hit by Ahmet, Hoover, and also Fogarty, Pence, by the- Fogarty made the stop. It's going to be beyond the 40-yard line, and...
2: With a generous spot, looks like it's going to be enough for a Central Mountain first down. That is a generous spot. I, I I didn't quite get where what they were doing with the ball, but they got a first down on that one. They ran a little toss left. Our defense actually didn't defend it too bad. It, was, uh, it wasn't was any big players or anything like that, but just enough to get them a first down.
1: The teams combined for just 18 first downs in that Week 2 matchup. Sealsgrove Grove had 8, Central Mountain had 10, but Central Mountain gets the big first down here. They have it at their own 41-yard line. I-formation behind Gerlach. Gives it to the fullback, Walliser. He's got some room. It's a midfield and goes down there. T. Hoover on the stop. Helped by Nate Omid and also by Jack Hahn. 11
4: on the play before being brought down by the Seals. Number one, T. Hoover.
1: A helmet comes off as Central Mountain Wildcat lineman. He's got to come out. He gets I, replaced. I'm sorry.
2: I, I happened to be watching that when it happened. That was a result of Nate Schoen coming off the ball and clocking that kid. His head flew straight up off the top of his helmet. Or his helmet. Excuse me, that was pretty good. <laughs> his helmet flew straight up off his head. It was a brutal hit by, by Schoen.
1: But the result of the run is 10-yard pickup. It's a first down for the Central Mountain Wildcats. They have it in Seals Grove territory at the 49-yard line. No score in the first quarter. Gerlock drops back, throws it. Scott Young out there, long. Excuse me, makes the catch, and he's going to dive for another 10-yard pickup to put the ball at the 39-yard line. Again, a matter of a spot, whether it's enough for a first down. Looks like it's going to be short by a yard, so we'll call it second down and one for the Wildcats
2: after the quick throw from Gerlock. It's a long. That was just a high completion or a high percentage pass, very, very completable, if that's a word. But very able to be completed, and and their receiver went on and got it. Good job.
1: In sports, that's definitely a word. Second and one. I wouldn't write that in an essay, but. Or Miriam's <laughs> dictionary, right? Second down and one. In the backfield. It was handed off to Pence, but it was Nate shown in the backfield. A loss on the play. So mark up a tackle for loss for Nate Schoen, the senior defensive lineman for the Seals. Back to the 42 yard line. So it's going to be a third down and
2: four for the central mountain wildcats trying to keep this drive alive and i don't know where nate shown is in terms of his recovery uh derek hicks coach hicks told me that he's been working real hard with rehab but uh he's he's still got some equipment to work with i can tell you that he's playing well
1: so a third down play here under a minute to go in the first quarter no score as johnson goes in motion gerlach look gonna be hit take it down right on it and kissinger comes off the end for a big stop there Puts the ball all the way back to midfield. Fourth down and 11 for the Central
2: Mount Wildcats. That was a gigantic play for the Seals. It was second and, excuse me, third and one, and we ended up with a fourth and 11. Holy cow.
1: Big, big play for the Seals. Forces a punt by Weaver. Brett Ford drops back inside his own 15-yard line, waiting for the Weaver punt. Gets it away, end over end. Brett Ford takes it at the 15. The wall's there between the hash. Now he's taken up the right sideline. Cuts under a defender. Tries to pop it to the outside. It'll be tackled at the 33-yard line. It's Seals Grove will take two, over six, there. First down and 10. Just seven seconds to go in the opening quarter. No score between the Seals and the Wildcats. Look at other scores going on. Lewisburg trailing Southern 7-0. Midwest up on Hughesville 7-0. To nothing, Mifflinburg and Warrior run all knotted up at zero. Danville leading Bloomsburg 19 to nothing. That's our Aubrey Alexander Toyota out of town scoreboard. Keep an eye on those games going on around the valley throughout the night. Again, we call it our out of town scoreboard. Brought to you by Aubrey Alexander Toyota. First down and 10 for the Seals. They have it at their own 33-yard line. Bastion time calls timeout.
11: That's their first call, timeout.
1: So take a timeout there. Look at some other numbers here coming into tonight. The Sealers Grove Seals on the defensive side. Ryan Almond leads the way with 11.6 tackles per game. He has 10 tackles for loss and two sacks. Next in line is Hoover, the safety, with 11.2 tackles per game and two interceptions. Brandon Heil comes in with... Over eight tackles per game and three sacks. And Miller from the defensive line position, 5.4 tackles and five tackles for loss. We mentioned Brett Ford has the two interceptions on the season for the Sealings Grove Seals. On the defensive side for the Central Mountain Wildcats, Micaiah Walleiser has 9.3 tackles per game. Jason Rinker, 8.3 tackles per game for the Wildcats. Cyrus McCarroll, he has four tackles for Lawson. Tyler Weaver has 2.5 sacks leading the way for the Central Mountain Wildcats defense. First down to 10 for the Seals. Following the timeout, shotgun formation for Bastion. Straub goes in motion. Bastion's gonna keep it, off the left. He's got room to the 40. He's got 10, off the right sideline. He's got one man to beat the 30, 20, 15, 10. Five Touchdown, Steelers, growth Seals.
0: <laughs> Looks like a design quarterback
2: keeper to me. And I'll tell you what, you know, uh, Baston did a great job running that football down the right sideline. He also had Brett Ford who was escorting him, who picked up a couple of nice blocks on the way. That was a good-looking
1: play. Love the patience, didn't just run up into the offensive line. He waited, was able to get that cut back and show some good speed going down that right sideline to get the first points on the board. And it comes by the Seals Grove Seals, senior quarterback, Coy Bastion. Now, four will do the holding. Kevin Gearhart to snap, and Kyle Rule will look to kick the extra point. He's been perfect on the season. The kick is up, and the kick is no good. Broadcasters...
2: Oh, cheeks that's frustrating i don't like losing those extra points that that will always come back to haunt you but on the positive
1: side a 67 yard run by your senior quarterback Coy bastion it comes with no time left on the clock to end this first quarter it was the first play of the drive and now I know why Corey Bastion called timeout. He knew the call was for him. And if he's gonna get the call, he wouldn't make sure the personnel was right. And a good timeout was. It turns into a sixty seven
2: yard touchdown run by your senior quarterback. Coy Bastion. Love. Good job by Coy, because he, he certainly prepared the offense for that run. That was super by him. You know, it's 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 real nice to see this this offense getting better now. It, it they've paid their dues and, and um without question the last two weeks they've they've improved. Now they're gonna flip sides
1: of the field to start the second quarter as that play ended that first quarter. But that one play drive brought to you by Sealers Grove Ford. It's what we call the Sealers Grove from 13, Ford Kyle Kyle drive summary.
7: 12,
1: 10, so Kyle Rule will kick the soon away to the Central Mountain Wildcats trailing seven nothing. Johnson and Falls will drop back standing at their 10-yard line. Fall has a kickoff return touchdown to his credit on the season. It'll be Johnson between the hash. Got some room before he's stopped by Straub crossing the 35-yard line. So the Central Mount Wildcats will take over first down at 10 and from their own 36-yard line. But that offensive line opened things up and allowed Sealensgrove Grove to get their eighth rushing touchdown of the
2: season, senior quarterback, Coy Bastion. And I'll tell you what, it's good seeing Nate Schoen out there on that defense. He keeps he keeps coming out every time. He's doing good. And he's gonna line up on that left
1: defensive tackle position. Also Cam Fogerty and Vance Metzger along the front. Brandon Heil, linebacker, Kissinger, both outside linebackers, Ryan Aumitt in the middle there, Rothamol, and also Rumberg of the linebackers. Pitch is going to go. This is going to be a halfback pass back to the quarterback who's wide open. And he's going to make a great catch. He's going to be stopped as he gets into Seals Grove territory by Nate Ahmed. Good call, but Check Nate Ahmed's making the, the stop. But the end of the play puts he the ball at the back. Seals Grove 39 yard line. I'm going to be honest with you. That was an unreal
2: play by Nate Ahmed to pick up that screen or that, uh, that quarterback throw, the quarterback on the pass. Unreal. Uh, you know the running back came come over to the right, threw back to the quarterback, going out for a pass the other way. Nate Allman was on it, man. I, I, that was hard That was a pretty well run play. It's a great run play that often catches the defense, as you say, so off guard it ends up in a
1: touchdown. But Nate oh, yeah. Altman made the play there, and that could be, and in a game that could be a matter of three points, that could be the biggest play of the game for the Seals defense. This is going to go to Pence off the left, and he goes down after picking up about three yards. On the stop was Ryan Ahmet from the linebacker position. The two, it'll be a second down and he medium here and the for the That's Central Mount Wildcats game. in Seals Grove territory at the 34-yard line. We'll call it a second down and seven for the
2: Wildcats. And I'll tell you what, that thing—they they ran like off tackle left on that play, and it opened up. Uh, and um, I'll tell you what, it, uh, Allman, um Nate Almet caught him. I mean. Not a, Ryan Amon actually caught him. It was a super play by Ryan. It, wide, it opened wide. Second down and seven. Quick throw
1: this time. Gerlach out to Johnson. He's going to try to get away from Hoover. He's not going to be able to. It'll be a short of a first down as he's only able to get it to the 32-yard line. It'll be a third down and about three for the Wildcats. The Wildcats trail 6-0. We're in the second quarter with 10-20 to go here in the first half. Again, Seals Grove leading 6-0 on a Coy Bastion 67-yard run by the SEAL offense. So big play here. Third down for the Central Mountain Wildcats. They have it at Seals Grove. 32-yard line. Two wide receivers split to the left. One wide receiver to the right. It's going to go straight up the middle. And that's Walliser as he's going to take it. Not for a first down as he gets it to the 27-yard line, just showing brute strength that time to take it up the middle.
2: It's a first-down pickup for the Wildcats. Yeah, that was just a straight-ahead fullback dive. It was a tough run by Walliser, actually. We had him on the line of scrimmage, but he drug one over defenders for about, well, actually back the line of scrimmage.
1: So it's a first down and 10 from the 30 excuse me the 27-yard line for the Wildcats. Seals lead this one 6-0 with 9:25 to go here in the first half. Broken eye behind Gerlach two wide receivers split to the left gerlock takes the snap pitches it to Pence, trying to get to the edge he's not going to be able to right on it great angle to the play there brandon hile kissinger finishes them you know, off it's a loss on the play it'll set
2: up a second down and 11 for the wildcats you know it's unbelievable how fast ryan almond gets to the ball linebackers have certain run fits based on where they see the running backs go if running backs go left they have certain fits where they've got to hit the line of scrimmage at a certain spot Ryan Ahmed hits that so fast, it's unbelievable. He was into the backfield that last play. He had the kid for a yard loss before he could get anywhere. Made a big play there, so a
1: second down and long for Gerlach. Taking the snap, rolling to his right. Looking, he's got green grass in front, of him, but going to throw it. He's got a man deep in the end zone, making a catch, but knocked out of his hands. Teague Hoover. Is that was McCluskey making a catch. It looked like he was going to walk in the end zone, but Teague Hoover came across and knocked the ball out of McCluskey's hands right at the goal line. Incomplete. It'll be a third down and long.
2: And I'll tell you what, that receiver is slow to get back to the huddle. Teague Hoover just unloaded on him. And that was a perfect throw by the quarterback. He put it right in the basket, and the, the, the receiver for Central Mountain had it, but Hoover just leveled it. And I could see him getting open. It looked like with the... The angle
1: we had looked like he was going to hit him in the numbers. He was going to walk into the end zone. He, he did hit him in the numbers,
2: but he hit him harder. He hit him in the numbers, too, and fortunately the ball popped out. And that receiver's now off the field. He's not playing anymore.
1: That's number 14, McCluskey, go off the side. Yeah, but again, I mean, from this angle, it looked like all he had to do was just Make the catch, and he was going to walk in the end zone, but your your junior safety had other thoughts and knocked the ball, because he had to knock the ball free, because oh, if he doesn't, it definitely was going to be a touchdown for the Central Mount Wildcats. And what a huge play that is in a 6 nothing ball game at this point with 8.34 to go here in the first half. And no surprise here, the defenses for both teams have been very good between the Wildcats and the Seals. And that was a gigantic play by T. Hoover. Just We just saw that a gigantic play by him. Hey, Sunday, the Eagles head south on I-95 to beat the Ravens in Baltimore. Pre-game starts at noon. Kickoff at 1 with Merrill Reese and Mike Quick on Eagle 107. We talked about Gerlach coming in tonight. The quarterback for Central Mountain, 32 completions on 59 attempts, 443 yards, five touchdown passes, and two interceptions. Ryan Pence has 555 yards and seven touchdowns in the rushing department for the Wildcats. And Peyton Johnson, 231 yards rushing and three touchdowns. The lead receiver, Nick Long, nine receptions, 132 yards, averaging over 14 yards a reception. Third down and long for the Wildcats. Got some movement up front. Looked like three Seals jumped there. So gonna walk this one off on a third down and eleven. It's so gonna walk off the penalty. It's not gonna be enough for a first down, but boy, I'm sure changes the
2: outlook on the Wildcat offense to go from third and eleven. Now it's third and six. Yeah, that that just it, it makes it more manageable. That's the last thing you want to do, especially when the ball's sitting on the 24 yard line.
1: So third down and six for the Central Mountain Wildcats. Like you said, deep in Seals Grove territory at the 24-yard line. 8.34 to go here in the first half. Blitz coming. Give it to Walleiser. He's got some room straight up the middle as he's going to take it to the 15-yard line. So we we'll have enough for a first down at about the 15-yard line. Eight-yard pickup.
2: Four wallizer. So Central Mountain moves the chains, and they're going to have a first down and ten from the 15. And it, it, that wasn't any big play by Central Mountain. What happened there is we it was a typical Seals Grove defense. You blitz. Sometimes you get caught. We ran past the ball carrier that time on a blitz. We blitzed where he was, where he wasn't going to be, and uh, it cost us a first down. But uh, you know what? For every one of those, we'll have six or seven tackle the ball for a loss, so we'll take that.
1: Looking for a big play here. Twins to each side. Moving up front by the Seals. Gerlach gives it to Walliser again. He's not going to get much there, maybe a yard, as he falls forward to the 14-yard line. Hosts the Red Shirts in on the
2: stop for the Seals. And that was an excellent play uh, by our defensive line. Uh, Steve Miller did a good job. Fogarty did a super job that last play. They tried to run right over the gut, and Fogarty wouldn't allow him to go anywhere. Nate Schoen was there. Those guys didn't get moved. To, they didn't get budged in. As a matter of fact, I think they took the line of scrimmage back.
1: Looking Cam Fogarty, it's a senior, 5'7", 211 pounds. In the middle, that seals defense. Twins to each side. Gerlach under center. Sends Pence in motion from right to left. Turn, fakes it to the fullback. Going to pitch it out the Pets. The ball's on the turf. The Seals go, jumps on top of it. It's that Rumberger who's able to get to the Yes,
2: he does. Turnover by the Wildcats, and it's Rumberger who jumps on top of it. Center Mountain tried to run an option to the left. Quarterback and a tailback. The quarterback got hit, pitched it back to the tailback, and he, it was not a good pitch. That's the first time. I've seen him run that option a lot this year. It's the first time I've ever seen him really screw it up. Uh, that quarterback kind of lost his exposure a little bit there, and he got hit. That's the thing. I think our kids are probably hitting them a little harder than they've been hit before, and, and it, it does mess up your timing. It's only the second
1: fumble all season by the Central Mountain Wildcats, and what a big one it is. It's huge. Seals Grove takes over inside their own 25-yard line. First and 10, leading 6-0. Pitch is going to go to Heil, trying to get to the edge. Bounces it to the outside. Going to be tackled at the 22-yard line. See if they give it back to the line of scrimmage. It looks like they will. So it will be just back to the line of scrimmage. It will be second down and 10. But, Dave, that's also a play that looks like it's just a little timing or one
2: block from just getting Heil loose on the edge there if if you watch the film on these guys pat it's it's one block when we don't make it if if we don't have a good play it's it's usually a one-person thing and and you know this stuff is we're getting better we can we can straighten this stuff up high formation behind bastion rolling to his
1: right under some pressure able to get rid of it looking for brett four but sails out of bounds incomplete It'll be a third down and ten for the seals.
2: for number six of the seals. And that may just have been a good throwaway by Bastion there, because it looked like uh, all of the receivers recovered. He threw it out of bounds on on the Central Mountain sidelines. Six twenty nine to go here in the first half. Seals Grove leading six 0 on
1: a sixty seven yard touchdown run by senior quarterback Coy Bastion. I see Teague Hoover here on the near side, chit chatting with the medical staff. Get a big hit right at the goal line and knock the ball away from the receiver for Central Mountain. Wonder if he's just getting himself together after that big hit by your junior safety. Shotgun formation for Bastion. Third down and ten. And there's gonna be a flag thrown here. And while they're figuring that out, I want to remind you, it's an AFC North showdown as the Browns visit the Steelers on Sunday. Coverage on 100.9. The Valley begins at 11 a.m. The kickoff is at 1 o'clock. All on 100.9 the Valley. That's a penalty against the Seals. It'll march the ball back inside the 20-yard line, about the 18-yard line. The line to get for the Seals is all the way out to the 33-yard line, and it's a third down play here. Bastion in a shotgun Blitz coming. He's gonna keep it looking for a block by Hile. He's got room again The safety fell down, but was able to get just enough of Bastion as he crosses the 30-yard line It looks like they'll mark it at the 31-yard line And that's not gonna be enough for a first down and it'll be a punting situation For the Seals.
2: That's a shame. We were so close to breaking that. I thought it was gonna go for another touchdown He was one person away from breaking that to to the end zone, I think, and that was that Jason Rinker, that little number 13 of Central Mountain Mountain has such a good, uh, strong strong side backer. Catherine gets it away. It's going to be a short kick. It's going to take a decent bounce for the Seals
1: to put the ball down about the Central Mountain 30. They'll mark it right at the 40-yard line, and that's where Central Mountain will take over first down and 10. Seals Grove Leads at this point six nothing moving halfway through the second quarter with 549 to go and Central Mountain will take over first down and ten the Seals defense has played well here in the first half As Central Mountain the last possession had their biggest threat, but Seals Grove came away with a Fumble recovery on an errant pitch by Gerlach to Pence. Eye formation behind Gerlach. Two step drop. Throws it over the middle. Nothing there. Fools he incomplete. It was intended for Johnson. Ryan Almond there on the coverage. And it's the old adage alligator arms showed up for Johnson that time as he heard
2: Ryan Almond bearing down on him. As that ball was coming toward that receiver, and I believe that was their good one too, their good receiver. Johnson, yep. Yeah, Johnson. Almond reached out and basically line him across his shoulders, lift him off his feet, and drop him on his back. So I think that's a good way to defend a pass. And let him know that, hey, I, I
1: live around this place, so if you come this way, we'll meet some more. Yeah, you're going to expect that when you come down to Seals Grove, right? Second down and ten for the Wildcats at their own 40-yard line. Pitch is going to go to Pence, trying to get to the edge. Hoover comes up, makes him cut it inside. It is going to be finished off by Rothamal. As he's able to cross the 45, get it out to the 47 yard line. Short of a first down, it's going to be a third down and three for the Wildcats. Looking for big plays. We call it the Schmokadam Health Center backbreaker plays of the game. Boy, if the defense could come up big here with a stop, it could easily be a candidate for the Schmokadam
2: Health Center backbreaker play of the game. This third down, this third and three is huge right now because uh, we still have them in, in their territory and we can get them to punt next down, fourth down, hopefully.
1: Third down play here. McCluskey out to the right. Two wide receivers split to the left. The eye formation behind Gerlach. He's going to give it to Pitts. He pops to the outside. It's going to have a first down. He's going to be tackled by Hoover in front of the Central Mountain Wildcats sideline. But it's enough of a right first down as Pence is able to take it and and to one the Sealers Grove 47-yard line. It'll be a first down and 10 for the Wildcats. Six-nothing lead for the Seals. Just 4.49 to go here in the first half. Again, the lone score coming on senior quarterback Corey Bastian's 67-yard touchdown run. But now the Central Mount Wildcats have it in Seals Grove territory at the 47-yard line, following that first down run by Pence. Gerlach is going to throw over the middle, behind his intended receiver. It was intended for Young The fall incomplete, and also Gerlach got up. Literally trying to shake off a bit of a, but yeah, a Brandon, twinge or something after that throw. Well, Brandon Heil leveled him. Now that'll yeah, help. Brandon put a good hit
2: on him late, just as he was throwing the ball. So it's going to be a second down and ten. These Central Mountain football players are getting stung tonight, man. They're getting hit, and I think that's having an effect on them. The Seals Grove Seals are at a physical boot uh, group on defense.
1: Trying to ride the momentum of a shutout a week ago against the Shickalimi Braves. Trips to the right this time. For the Wildcats. Third, second down and ten. Gonna give it to the lone back of the backfield. That's Wallezer. He takes it to the 45 yard line. Two-yard pickup for Central Mountain. It's gonna be a third I'm down and eight guy, for the Wildcats. He's brought down by the Seals. As kicks, giving the defense a calls to his defense, trying to come He's up with a big play. stop here on a
2: third down play. Oh, yes, yeah. third and what about eight on our 45 yard line this is a huge huge down for us we've got to make a stop here
1: central mountain comes up to the line of scrimmage got Johnson in the slot on the right and there's going to be a flag on the play. play so chances, they're chit-chatting about that. The lines Lions are back on News Radio 1070 WKOK starting on October 24th at Indiana. The tailgate show starts at 2 with the kickoff at 3.30 on WKOK, WKOK.com, and the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. So a penalty against Central Mountain puts the ball back at midfield, so forces into a third down and 13 for the Central Mountain Wildcats. The offense had an illegal procedure that put them
2: back another five.
1: 3.35 to go here in the first half with Seals Grove leading 6-0. Third
2: and 13, the ball's right on the 50-yard line.
1: Johnson again in the slot on the right-hand side. Gerlach drops back under some pressure, trying to run away from two guys. Does. Being chased by
2: Schoen, unable to get to him. Ryan Omid, though, knocks him out of bounds. Wow. He, uh, Ryan Omid just right, stayed the first right. down. It was, The quarterback <laughs> ran from the backfield, had Five. open That's space, and crazy. Ryan Omid hunted him down in the open field and tackled him for what saved a first down. Big play by Ryan Ahmed. And a credit to Nate Schoen as well. He got just
1: enough to make Gerlach have to change his direction just Returned enough. And then Ryan Ahmed able to show Sixth his speed four. and force a punting situation here for the Wildcats.
2: I what, I really like the sacrifice that Nate Schoen is making to this program right now. He's doing a great job for us. Weaver will
1: punt this one away. Brett Forrest standing at his own 10-yard line. Good snap. The punt's away. It's going to sail off to the left. And bounce It'd beyond be oh. And looks like they're going to mark it At the one yard line As the Punt coverage man Was able to get down there And be able to get to the ball At the one yard line That's where Seals Grove will take over First
2: down and 10 leading 6-0 with 3-10 To go here in the first half That punt almost went into the end zone It was barely on the one yard line When he kept it
1: so Grove Seals, SEALs now, how will they play this?
2: As they're leading 6-0. Well SEALs have to the ball's on the inside the one yard line, about the half yard line, if that, they've got to they've gotta move, they've gotta move the ball. They've got to get away from the, uh, the end zone. Wide receivers to
1: each side, bastion under center, blitz coming. 's going to keep it, trying to squeeze off the left to give a little room. Eight, Not going to get much, maybe a half yard. It'll be a, a second down and a long nine for the Seals. 2.55
2: to go here in the first half. Looks like we've got about a half yard on that. Looks like we're out to about the one now. That was, I think it was a quarterback sneak we just ran.
1: So, Bastion coming to the sideline to get the call from Coach Ferraro. He'll make his way back to the huddle. Eleven seconds on the play clock. So quickly get them up to the line of scrimmage. Two thirty-three to go in the game clock. Six nothing lead for the seals here in the first half. Got some movement. So half the distance to the goal. I don't know but? sure how far you can move the ball, but it'll put the ball back about the one yard line. So now it's going to be a second down and eleven. After you do half the distance to the goal it's
4: an illegal procedure against the seals half the distance It will remain second down
1: Composure here Dave they gotta be composed Like but, you said need one big first down at least to move the ball out from the shadow of your own end zone mm-hmm. And Got a timeout call by Central Mountain Timeout taken here we Remind you stick around at halftime We'll get our scoring recap Stats from our stat man Zach showers Also our spotlight player We'll talk about next week's game against the Shemokin Indians. We'll get a first-half recap. Also, add another segment. Remember This Game will feature a game from seasons gone by. Also, get our updated score on our Aubrey Alexander Toyota Out-of-Town scoreboard. Shemokin Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game candidates. And also, our we'll take a peek at our Blaze Alexander Four Tough Game of the Week. All coming up at halftime here from Harold L. Bolick Memorial Field. Seals Grove leading six 0 with two twenty three, but Seals Grove has it at their own one yard line, second down in eleven. Following the timeout by the Wildcats. Bastion's going to stay under center, eye formation behind him. Teague Hoover dots the eye behind Ryan Ahmed. Central Mountain showed Blitz the last play. See if they do it again here. They are. They're showing Blitz. Both linebackers in the middle are coming. Bastion trying to get him the jump, not going to be able to. Long count takes the snap, gives it to Hoover. He bounces to the outside. He's got some room. It's going to be a flag on the play. Oh, yeah,
2: that's a face a flag match. on the play, folks. But
1: a flag, the flag came well before the tackle, so see what's going to happen here as Hoover is able to take it to the 14-yard line, which would be enough for a first down. But now the officials have to chit-chat about this one to see what the call is on that run by T. Uh, Hoover.
2: Got a holding they signal hold the against Seals. Seals. That'll
1: that's be half the distance to the goal line again. Seals Grove Seals had seven penalties call
2: the in
10: their Seals. first game so against the Central Mountain the Wildcats, spot. but that
1: penalty takes away a first-down pickup, so it's going to march the ball back inside the five-yard line, put it at the four-yard line. It is a gain on the play because it was a spot foul, and it puts it halfway half the distance to the goal. So Sealsgrove now has it second down and seven, two minutes to go in the first half. Leading 6-0 over the Wildcats. Hoover gets the call again, falls forward to the 7-yard line. Hoover. And it's going to be a third down. Timeout's going to be taken by Coach Redinger in the Central Mountain Wildcats because they're anticipating a punt here if they get another stop and possibly get great field position.
2: He sees this Wildcats trailing 6-0 at this point. it's well, third and four, so we've got, to, we've got to work on getting a first down here, guys got to get our butts away from that goal line, man. This is this is rough territory down here to play offense.
1: And this is a Central Mountain team that scored 41 points a week ago, beating the Smokin' Indians, put up 354 yards of total offense.
2: I'll tell you what, that says a lot about how good our Seals are getting, because we're yeah. playing these people well here.
1: So Seals Grove forced into a tough situation here on his third down play here. Central Mountain has one timeout left. You run the ball and force them to take another timeout. Try to pick up a first down here on this third down, and we're calling it four with 152 as the blitz comes. Going to yeah. go to Hoover. Trying to squeeze under the defender, gets to the ten, pulls his way to about the twelve yard line, thirteen yard line. Kissinger says it's a first down. Let's see where they mark it here, and officials say move the chains. Wow, that was a big first down run by Hoover.
7: First
1: down. I tell you what, he had to he had to
2: work for that yardage. Good job by Hoover.
1: And Hoover's coming off limping. You hope maybe just to cramp as he comes to the sideline after he picked up a huge first down
2: for the Sealens Grove Seals. I noticed Hoover, or excuse me, um, I noticed him, yeah, Hoove. I, n- I noticed him limping earlier in a ballgame. game. You wonder if it's
1: cramps as he grabs his calf. That's what you hope is for. I hope so. And not anything more than that. Eye formation behind Bastion after the first down pickup. Turn, give it to the fullback. Gets to the second level, falls forward yeah, to the 17-yard line the for the, the well Seals. Positive level. play. Clock 12. continues to move. We have 110 to go here in the first half. Helmet comes off of Welch. He's going to have to go to the sideline. Checking in for him will be number 77, and that's Flanagan. He's a nose guard. Six foot 320 pounds come in and play that nose guard position as he replaces the six foot 310 pound
2: Welch. So so Nick uh, Nick Young got a big break there, huh? He, g- he gained <laughs> 10, 10 pounds. pounds. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Nick. Nick's doing a good job.
1: Receivers each side. They stay with the eye formation fast you wait for the snap from young Going to give it to Heil It's got some room to the 20-yard line hey two, Good high. push by that offensive line again It getting enough for a positive play and it makes man It makes the next play so much more manageable for the Seals as they cross the 20-yard line to the
2: 21-yard line And we're down to about third and a long two maybe three but about two I think and I'll tell you what you ought to see the offensive line coming off the ball right now. Our Seals are playing with confidence up front. Our offensive line absolutely crushed them last play.
1: And actually, isn't it second down? It's a second down and three, and it's not going to matter. Oh, they at have the, third on the pins. Yep, they're going to let the clock wind down. They're not going to have to run another play. We go to halftime. Seals go leading The Central Mountain Wildcats 6-0 on a 67-yard touchdown run by senior quarterback, Koi Bastion. Stick around. We got the spotlight player for the Sealings Grove Seals. Also, do you remember this game? And we'll get stats from our stat man, Zach Showers, and a scoring recap. We'll get Dave's analysis of that first half. Look forward to the second half. All part of our halftime show. We'll take a break. And come back. You're listening to the Seals football presented by Sealands Grove Ford on Eagle 107 7 and eagle 107com Marzoni's
6: Brick Oven and Brewing Company on the Strip in Seals Grove Offers Outdoor or Indoor Dining with Great Atmosphere. Serving authentic brick oven pizza, pub grub, and crafted entrees that you can wash down with an ice cold Pepsi. In addition to good food and a great selection of micro-brewed beer, Marzoni's has gift cards for those special people on your list so you can give the gift of yum. With something for everyone, whether you're a family, couple, or group, ask about Marzoni's Banquet Room. Marzoni's, located on the Strip in Seals Grove or online at Marzoni's.com. Good food, good beer, Good times.
8: Hiking, biking, rowing, running. The game is life and you're the weekend warrior. You work hard and you play hard. Football, baseball, soccer, golf. To move is to live and whatever your sport. Shamokin Dam Health Center specializes in total health to keep you in the game. Call 743-4333. Shemokin
7: Dam Health Center. Designed with you in mind.
15: Okay, I'm heading out for lunch. Are you going to the Lewisburg Delicatessen? If anyone hears that I'm going to the Lewisburg Delicatessen, then everyone will want me to bring... Can you bring me a turkey and cheese panini?
14: I'd like some homemade pasta salad, please. And I need a cannoli, just like my nana from Italy used to make. Oh, all right. Just call them at 570-522-1060 to order ahead, and I'll pick it up again. Visit Lewisburg Delicatessen in downtown Lewisburg, an authentic Italian-style deli with Italian and American cuisine, plus assorted groceries and imported Italian specialty items. Winner of over stars for the best deli and the best wraps in the Susquehanna Valley online and on Facebook too. Mark
4: and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors it's Jeep Adventure Days and we're celebrating with special Jeep pricing for everyone. We
7: have huge discounts on every new Jeep in stock up to $6,000 off new Jeep Cherokees to qualified individuals.
4: We're also discounting every new Jeep Renegade up to $7,000. Jeep Adventure Day discounts
7: all month long, great selection, 0% financing on many Jeep models. It's going to be a fun month. So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience we call the Zimmerman Difference. Call 570-988-Jeep or visit us online at ZimmermanJeep.com.
3: Every week, thousands of people from all over the world come through our doors to enjoy a home-cooked meal or just to browse our gift shops. One of the favorite spots that folks like to gather are near our fireplaces, found throughout our restaurant and lobby areas. Ever since Glicks installed the Heat and Glow inserts and fireplace, we've received so many compliments about how warm and inviting they make our store. I'm Steve Callhavy, general manager of a country cupboard in Lewisburg, and we're pleased to be able to recommend Glick's Heat and Glow products.
0: We are Eagle 107.
1: Welcome back to halftime here at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. Pat O'Brien along with Dave Hess, our stat man Zach Showers, our producer Anthony Fusa. It's on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com. Hey, if you haven't already, like our Facebook page, Seals Grove Seals on Eagle 107, all Seals Grove all the time. I know we get great people checking in all the time as I look down some of our well-wishers for the Seals, Judy Heil and also Lynn Rao. We got Helen Frymoyer checking in. Ruth Rathfon saying good luck to the SEALs tonight. Liz Hahn says good luck to the SEALs as well. Linda Humble Says go seals, John Bodiner, Go Seals as well. Good luck to the Seals from Shirley Landis and so many more. Corey Nagel always checks in week in and week out. Appreciate everybody checking our Facebook page on Seals Grow Seals on Eagle 107. We've got Linda Harold, she's checking in, listening to the game. We appreciate that. She gets in her recliner, relaxes, and turns on the radio and uh, enjoys listening to Dave give his analysis of the Seals Grow Seals, especially. When they're winning at halftime, 6-0 over the Central Mountain Wildcats. This week's spotlight falls on Zach Adams. Zach Adams, the 6-foot, 190-pound athlete, was one of the most versatile athletes in Seals Grove history. In Zach's career from 2012 to 2014, he could be seen playing running back, fullback, receiver, punter, linebacker, quarterback, safety, kickoff, and punt returner. One of the most memorable plays in Zach's career came versus the Jersey Shore Bulldogs at Thompson Street Stadium in Jersey Shore. It was for the 2014 A District 4 Championship game with the Seals trailing 2-0. Zach saw hole open and number 25 cut up field for 11-yard score and a 6-2 lead with 10-27 to go in that game. Seals would go on to win the District 4 Championship game 6-2. Zach would have many other great performances throughout his career, but his performance versus the Trinity Shamrocks in back to back years 2012 2013 saw Zach put up 385 yards rushing on just 45 carries and four touchdowns. In 2014, Zach finished his season rushing 142 times for 800 yards and 14 touchdowns, also averaging 5.6 yards per carry. In the receiving department, he averaged over 17 yards a catch and had six touchdowns for the Seals in 2014. Zach was a two-sport athlete in football and lacrosse at Seals Grove, first-team all-conference athlete as a senior, second-team all-conference as a junior. Zach would continue his football career at Lebanon Valley College. As a freshman in 2015, Zach appeared in nine games, made nine tackles, including a pair of sacks, intercepted a pass, forced a fumble, and returned three punts. In 2018, as a senior at Lebanon Valley College, Zach was an all-conference second-team selection as a defensive back, led the Dutchman with 64 tackles. 48 of them were solo, recorded double-digit tackles with 11 against Wilkes.
2: This week's spotlight falls on Zach Adams. Dave, you know him well. Oh, my gosh, he was a good one. He was what an athlete and what a versatile athlete. And on top of all that, uh, he was a smart, bright kid. I mean, good student. Went to Lebanon Valley, did a great job. We couldn't be more proud of Zach. I, I love that kid.
1: He was an honorable... Uh, mentioned uh, for academics at Lebanon Valley as well so as you mentioned a good good all-around athlete at 6 foot 190 pounds did a little bit of everything for the seals Grove seals in his career again this week's spotlight falls on Zach Adams And you know,
2: Zach Adams wore the uniform I think better than just about anybody that ever that ever put a uniform uniform on. he looked good in a football uniform
1: he was a good one for the yep. seals next week the seals are at Shamook and Shemoke looking to get the four and two tonight versus the Milton Black Panthers will take a look at the updated scores of other games going on around the valley but again Seals Grove Seals will be at Shemokin next week uh the pregame show will start at 6 with this uh, Dave will check in with coach Derek Kicks with his conversation 6:30 kickoff at 7 for the game against the Schmoke Indian next week here on eagle107 in eagle107.com let's take a break come back We'll get the stats, score and recap, and also remember this game. We'll check in with that as the halftime show continues here from Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field as Seals Grove leads the Central Mountain Wildcats 6-0. This is Seals Grove Football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle
5: 107 and Eagle107.com. For nearly six decades, Hubs Home Oxygen and Medical Supplies has served the home health needs of Central PA with outstanding respiratory services and quality home medical equipment. We provide solutions to enhance the lives of our customers and their loved ones by helping them be safer, more comfortable, and independent at home. With offices in Williamsport, Lewisburg, Lockhaven, Wellsboro, Harrisburg, and Carlisle, there is always a nearby office to help you improve your life. Now open our new Hubs location in the Susquehanna Valley Mall in Sealands Grove.
7: You'll see the world of difference at Central Vision Eye Care in the Susquehanna Valley. Conserving and improving your vision with the latest ophthalmic technology is the commitment of Dr. Daniel Fasero and Dr. Tara Unsecker-Fasero. Central Vision Eye Care is scheduling appointments for their locations in Lewisburg, Milton, and Montoursville. Central Vision Eye Care for vision exams, medical exams, cataract surgery. Central Vision Eye Care, where patients are their focus. See us at CentralVisionEyeCare.com or call 570 768 4970. That's 570 768 4970. It's game time, and the team at I'm the Guy Basement Systems is
6: ready to give you a customized game plan to fix your basement's problems. Moisture, seepage, mold, those are serious problems that won't go away on their own. Let ITG help. We offer free inspections to ensure your home is dry and healthy. Visit ITGBasementSystems.com to
4: schedule your free estimate today.
20: ITG Basement systems.
7: Systems. I'm the guy to make it.
4: In difficult times, our thoughts center on protecting and providing for our families. A well-thought-out estate plan is essential to that goal. The Shock Law Office in Sealance Road will help tailor a plan and documents to help you meet your individual needs and goals. If you care for a loved one who is elderly or has special needs, the Shock Law Office can prepare a plan that helps protect their assets and their access to public benefit programs. Call the Shock Law Office at 570-492-7133 to schedule an in-person or remote appointment to discuss your plan. Or find them on the web at SHOCHLaw.com.
10: Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg is the lowest price Guaranteed. Period. Whether you're looking for a new or used vehicle, you're always going to find the lowest price at Blaze Alexander Ford. Check out all our inventory at blazealexanderford.com. And we have one of the largest selections in the state of Pennsylvania on new Fords and pre-owned vehicles. Don't make a $1,000 mistake. Make the drive to Route 45 in Lewisburg, where you're always going to get the most for your trade and the lowest price guaranteed. Blaze Alexander Ford, Route 45 in Lewisburg. Taking the deals the other guys won't. Eagle 107.
1: Welcome back to Harold Bullock Memorial Field. Pat O'Brien, a coach, and Coach Hess, along with Zach Showers, our stat guy, taking a look at the score and recap and. From a scoring standpoint, not much to talk about other than an explosive touchdown run by senior quarterback Coy Bastion. That came in the first quarter, right at the end of the first
11: quarter. It was a one-play drive, covering all 67 yards. The
1: extra point was no good. That's the first missed extra point by Kyle all season, and Seals Grove led 6-0 at the end of the first quarter. That'd be all the scoring in the first half, As Seals Grove leads this one 6-0 over the Central Mountain Wildcats. Now we take a new segment. Remember this game? This is 10 years ago yesterday, October 15, 2010, at Milton. at Seals Grove would win Now, one 49-7. The scoring would start with Grant Fleetwood, as Ryan and I called him, the president. We thought that was a president's name, Grant Fleetwood. He got a three-yard touchdown run. Kyle Reiner set that up with a big run. The extra point was good. Seals Grove led 7-0. And then Colt Walter got on the board, a 33-yard reception with 10-16 to go in that first quarter. It came off a Milton fumble, and Seals Grove led 14-0. And then Ben Morrow had an 18-yard touchdown reception with eight minutes to go against the Milton Black Panthers back in 2010. The extra point good, and Seals Grove was rolling, leading 21-0. And then Seals Grove would get on the board again in the first quarter. Justin Kaiser had a 19-yard touchdown run with 4.55 to go. In that first quarter, Seals Grove dominating the Milton Black Panthers back in 2010, 28 to nothing. Milton Black Panthers would get on the board in the second quarter on a 20-yard run, which is 22 seconds to go and a half to cut the lead to 28-7. But in the third quarter, Justin Kaiser gets on the board again on a nine-yard touchdown run with 4.20 to go in the third. The extra point good, and it pushed the lead to 35-7. Eric Eden got on the board, a five-yard touchdown run. Also following a Milton fumble, the extra point good, and Seelentroff just continued to pour it on. The Milton Black Panthers back in the 2010 season, 42-7. We move into the fourth quarter. And Mike Eed, two-yard run with 825 to go in the ball game. The extra point good, and it was a 49-7 lead at that point, and that would be the score at the end of the game Is back in 2010, October 15th, Seals Grove would beat the Milton Black Panthers 49-7 as Seals Grove rushed 50 times for 315 yards and five touchdowns to improve the four-and-three. That was their fourth win in a row back in the 2010 season. We're we'll going to take a break, come back, we'll take a look at the other scores going on around the Valley, check in with the Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game, and also take a peek at our Blaze Alexander for Tough Game of the Week. This is Seals Grove Football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and eagle107.com. In-store, at home, or anywhere in between. Now, you decide how
13: to buy your next car, truck, van, or SUV. Conduct the entire process online from the comfort of your home and let us deliver your new vehicle to you. Or begin the experience online and finish it in our store for a quick and easy car buying experience. With never-before-seen incentives, now is the time to buy. All backed by our lowest price guarantee. So start your online digital buying experience today at BlazeAlexander.com. Taking deals? The other guys won't.
11: Oh, I hate this line. I'm going to be late for work. I just want a cup of good coffee. I don't have all day to sit here waiting. Well, good news for you. You soon can get fresh
6: roasted coffee and treats at Route 11 Coffee and Cream on the Danville Highway. It's going to be the funnest, funkiest coffee shop in the valley with a drive through that serves you friendly and fast. It's happening later this month, so go to their Facebook page now for updates. Route 11 Coffee and Cream on, you
12: know, Route 11, of course, in between Nori and Danville. Coming to you soon. It's time to put Wi-Fi where it belongs, everywhere. Replace your router and blanket your whole home with fast, reliable Wi-Fi powered by Plume and SECV. Plume continuously learns about your internet needs and gets better each day. Plume also brings you parental controls, guest access, ad blocking, and security protection from suspicious content and devices, all available at the touch of a button through the Plume app. Call 1-877-955-SECV or visit secv.com/plume
7: to learn more. WNL Nissan is proud to support the Sealants Grove Seals this high school football season on Eagle 107. Visit WNL Nissan on the Strip in Sealand's Grove as they are celebrating Nissan Truck Month till the end of the month, September 30th, with as low as 0% financing for up to 72 months on select models. See all offers and details online at w Stay safe and good luck to the 2020 Sealand's Grove Seals.
14: You're invited to the first annual Aaron's Trunk or Treat on October 31st from 1 to 3 p.m. in the parking lot at 1102 North High Street, Sealands Grove. It'll provide a fun, safe environment for parents or guardians to bring children in costumes to trick-or-treat and enjoy the fun of the holiday. When you arrive, be sure to sign up at the registration table for some great door prizes and up to $50 off a new agreement. Aaron's is offering six months, same as cash, and free setup and delivery. Visit Aaron's showroom the whole month of October for great clearance sales and new merchandise coming in weekly. Aaron's in Sealands Grove, we are easy, beautiful, and affordable. Stop by today.
0: This is Eagle 107.
1: Back here at halftime. Get ready for the second half between the Seals and the Wildcats. Right now, the Seals lead 6-0 over the Central Mountain Wildcats. Get some updated scores when we come back right after this. Get the second half underway. Again, Seals Grove leading 6-0 over the Central Mountain Wildcats. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove 4 on Eagle 107 and eagle107.com.
16: Hello, we're the Subsix, John and Tracy, owners of Carpet Man in Milton. For four years now, our family has been raising money to help
20: fight breast cancer.
16: We care so much because we know how hard the battle is. I'm a proud survivor of breast cancer, and that's why we're raising money for the Thyra Humphrey Center for Breast Health at Evangelical Community Hospital. For
20: each and every flooring sale in October, Carpet Man will make a donation to the hospital.
16: These are tough times, but Carpet Man is committed to make a difference. We hope to see you soon here at Carpet Man. If the last time you had a fun event with
15: your friends and family was Uncle Bob tells you about his vacation for the third time in a row, then you missed the great times that are found at Garfield's Restaurant and Pub. Everyone, from moms and dads right down to all the kids, always enjoy Garfield's food, plus ice-cold drinks including Pepsi. Enjoy light fare and appetite Tasty entrees, desserts, and a whole bunch more. Catering is available too for your next holiday or party. It's always great times, great tastes at Garfield's Restaurant and Pub at the
14: Susquehanna Valley Mall. Online at Garfield's.net. Sealand's Grove Ford is your certified pre owned Ford headquarters. Buy with confidence, buy with peace of mind. Leave with the best value on a pre owned Ford in the area. Balance of a seven year, 100,000 mile powertrain warranty and 12 months, 12,000 mile comprehensive warranty. Finance rates as low as 1.99%. A full tank of gas and the peace of mind that you made the smart choice check out the inventory at sealandsgrove ford.com at Sealingsgrove ford it's not just another used car it's a certified
1: pre-owned ford at the bridge in Sealands Grove.
0: Oh. eagle 107.com
1: quick start to the second half as we wrap up the halftime show this is a kickoff by the seals grove seals car rule well, covered by number 80, Damian there was Townsend. a muff on the return, but picked up by the Central Mountain Wildcats, and they returned it beyond the 30, out to the 32 yard line as we just start the second half. Taking a look at the first half numbers, Sealsgrove, two first downs, 128 yards rushing, no passing yards, so 128 total yards. They had six penalties for 29 yards. Central Mountain, seven first downs, 44 yards rushing, 56 through the air for 100 total yards three penalties for 25 yards and one turnover by Central Mountain in that first half. This is going to go to Pitts Off the left, drag a defender, Kissinger beyond the 35-yard line, out to the 37-yard line to pick up about five. That's going to be a second down and five. Take a look at individual numbers. Gerlock. Junior quarterback for the Wildcats, four for nine, 31 yards. Johnson, one for one for 25 yards. In the catching department, Gerlach has that one catch for 25 yards. He leads the team in receiving and passing for the Central Mountain Wildcats. After display, we'll run down the rest of the first half stats. Give it to us by our stat man, Zach Showers. Gerlach, two-step drop, throws it out. Caught by Young. As he's going to get a first down, crosses the 45, tackled by Ryan Almit and Rothemal at the 47-yard line. The rest of the numbers in the rushing department, Walleiser six carries for 31 yards. Pence nine carries for 24 yards. Pence had 237 yards a week ago against the Shemokin Indians. For Seals Grove, Bastion three carries, 81 yards, including a 67-yard touchdown run. Hoover five carries for 28 yards. Almit just... Two carries for five. Heil, six carries for 14 yards for the Seals in that first half. Pence gets the call. Does find room up the middle this time. Stopped by Hoover as he gets inside of the 45 to the 44-yard line. Nine-yard pickup for Central
2: Mountain. It'll be a second down and one. That's a nine-yard gain on the play. Uh, Our defensive linemen are doing a a fairly good job of not getting moved. They're actually taking the the, the line of scrimmage back a little bit, but... uh, Pence is, is finding some seams, and, and he's actually getting some yards here. It was first and ten, the second and one. We, you know That's not a good thing for us, but uh, we got to play some good defense here on second down.
1: High formation for the Wildcats. Second down and one from the SEAL 44-yard line. Got some jumping up front. Looks like Fogarty jumped, and that will give the Central Mountain Wildcats a first down. Gives a chance to say hello to Amanda Friend. She's a listening, of course. To the broadcast here on Eagle 107 107. Eagle107.com Thank you Amanda for checking us in As the Seals Grove Seals Lead 6-0 We just moved into the second half First offensive possession for either team Has Central Mountain At the Seals Grove 39-yard line Following the penalty It's a first down and 10 for the Wildcats Wide receivers to each side Gerlock under center Eye formation behind him Long count Take snap Gives it to the fullback, hitting the backfield by Heil, and then finished off by Kissinger. About number thirty-four. Fogarty able to make things happen in the middle of that time. And good play. Lost Loss of one. Second down at eleven. You stole my you stole my
2: words. <laughs> I was going to just say Fogarty made that happen. Add Pogart your words did great to job. it. You're, you're good at that. You, what else? No, what did that look no, like? I, I don't care. You can steal my words. You can do that anytime you want. All, all I care about is that Fogarty did a great job on that. He got across the line of scrimmage. He pushed it deep, and he, he set Heil up for a nice play. So it brings up a second down and 11
1: for the Central Mountain Wildcats at the Seals Grove 41-yard line. Seals Grove leading 6-0 the turn. Give it to Pets. Pets hit the backfield,
2: Ooh, baby. and he'll go down quickly. Solid hit by, is that
1: uh, Rumberger?
2: Rumberger, gets through. good job by Rumberger. Good solid hit for a loss.
1: A tackle the ball for a loss by Rumberger. Dave, you talk about just that. That moment, that timing you get at Rumberger seemed to have that little niche as well. He makes a big play there. Loss on the play for the Wildcats offense this is gonna be a third down and long. Ball sits at the Seals Grove forty three yard line on this third down and we're calling it
2: thirteen with eight twenty to go here in the third period. Hey, you're right, Pat. You made the point that you know those, those linebackers have to know how to time up those blitzes. And Ahmed is is great at that, Ryan Ahmed.
1: Third down play here for the Wildcats. Puts coming by Almond. Gerlach drops back. has got some time. Looks over the middle. it has got a man making a catch. It's Johnson. Runs away from two guys and finally going to be finished off as he takes it inside the 20-yard line. Nate Almond makes the stop, but it's a first down pickup for the Central Mountain Wildcats. That
2: was a solid tackle by Nate Almond. but I'll tell you what, that number 16, that uh, uh What's the name, Coach? Uh, Johnson. Uh, Peyton Johnson, unreal athlete, man. He he made a, a solid uh, catch there. Gets the Wildcats a big first down inside the
1: Seals Grove, 20-yard line.
0: Let's go,
1: Wide receivers to each side for Gerlach's offense. Long count again. Takes it. deep, Man, Pence gets the call between the tackles inside of the 15-yard line down to the 11 yard line short of a first down it'll be a second down and short for the Wildcats deeper in seals Grove territory we're giving too much uh, yardage
2: on first down here its second and about two now We've, they got about eight on that first down tough situation where we're down here we're on the, the we have our backs to the wall we're on the 11 yard line gotta come up with a big
1: stop here seals Grove leading just six nothing Kyle rule was unable to make the extra point his first miss of the season They don't want that to come up to be a big play in the ballgame. Gerlach sends Johnson in motion from right to left. Takes the snap. Pitches to Pence. Pence trying to get to the edge. Tackled there by Brandon Heil. But looks like Pence is going to fall forward for the first down
2: down to the seven-yard line. But it's a first-down pickup, so it'll be a first-down goal to go for the Wildcats. That's unfortunate. Brandon Heil did a nice job of turning that back in. But uh, he did fall forward for the first down. So the bend-but-not-break mentality
1: for the Seals Grove defense. Can they come up big here? First down goal to go for the Wildcats at the 7-yard line. They get the 6-yard line. Seals lead at this point nothing. Got some movement up front. Is that Nate Schoen in the middle of that Seals Grove defense? And it's going to be movement, and it's going to be a penalty against the Seals. Derek, not happy. Screaming the official here on the
2: near side. Not happy with that call, that offsides penalty against the Seals. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened there, but uh, they definitely hard-counted us. I'm not sure who moved or whatever. but
1: Half the distance to the goal. First down goal to go from the three for the Wildcats. Turn, give it to Pence. Off the left, short of the goal line, to the one-yard line. So second down They're goal to go the from Ryan the one. Looks like Kissinger in on the stop. Two on the and also walking away from the pile is that Rumberger trying to get a number... Of who was in Arizona? at Hoover once again in on the stop second down goal to go For the Wildcats from the one yard line Seals leading six nothing under six to go here in the third period They stay with the eye formation wide receivers to each side Long count by Gerlach he's gonna keep it try to get to the goal line no call yet now they yep. do That's touchdown there. for the central Mount Wildcats quarterback sneak as Gerlach was able to stretch it, get enough of a push for that offensive line, and fall forward for the Central Mountain touchdown. Well, that that, that
2: series right there the was touchdown. the best that that Central Mountain offensive line had looked all night. They actually came together a little bit there. They got a lot of movement on our defensive front. The
1: top, the three, now Tyler big Weaver. extra point here. Tyler Weaver will kick the extra point on the season. He's 17 for 19. Looking for the good hold. Gets good hold. The kick is up. Plenty of distance. And it sails through, so that's the difference right now. An extra point is the difference as the Seals Grove Seals sees the Central Mountain Wildcats put the ball in the end zone, get the extra point with 5.42 to go here in the third period. Central Mountain Wildcats now lead 7-6 over the Seals Grove Seals. At the 5.42 mark. Gerlach finished off a 10 play drive, covering 78 yards. Took six minutes and eight seconds. The extra point, good. And the Central Mount Wildcats lead the Seals 7 to 6. That's the Seals Grow forward. drive summary. Getting excited to kick off for the Wildcats. Now it's a matter of bouncing back here and answering that touchdown drive by the Central Mount Wildcats. Again, covering 10 plays, taking six minutes and eight seconds finished off by that one yard run
2: by Junior quarterback Gerlock and I'll tell you what this is a good time to redeem ourselves get this get this momentum back guys good kickoff return now.
1: Okay, Swip in. kick could be taken by looks like Kyle right at the 31 yard line so good field position for the seals. On the line drive kick, went off a of Heil. Heil jumped on top of it, and Seals Grove will take over first down and ten from their own 31-yard line. Seals will try to answer that 10-play drive for from the Central Mountain Wildcats. Wildcats now lead over the Seals Grove Seals seven to six. Brett Four will go to the right. And Ryan Allman will line up at the wing back position on the left side. Shotgun formation for Bastion. Taking the snap. He's going to keep it. Going to the left. Cuts it back up to the right. He's got some room to the 40. Got a first down to the 40. Three yard line. Senior quarterback Coy Bastion picks up a big first down and comes snapping it out of the tackles
2: of the Central Mountain Wildcat
1: defenders. And that
2: was a design quarterback run kind of to the left of center here. Uh, Coy did a real nice job when I. He, uh, he really used his blockers well. The linemen engaged. They didn't all push the same direction or the direction he wanted them to go, but he just wove in and out of those guys. That was a good job.
1: Some updated scores. Hughesville tied with Midwest 14 all. Lichtenberg leading Warrior Run 21-7. Danville all over Bloomsburg 26-0. That's our Aubrey Alexander Toya out of town scoreboard. Turn, give it to the deep man. Off the left is Heil as he's going to take it beyond the 45-yard line to the 49-yard. First to five, second and five for the Seals, as they look to answer the Central Mountain touchdown and
2: extra point, which is the difference right now. Central Mountain leading 7-6 over the Seals. And that was a good first down play by Heil. He had a a nice run. It was a lead inside. It was supposed to go to the B gap or the guard tackle gap on the left side. He bounced it to the outside a little bit and made some yards out of nothing. Good job by Heil. Second down and medium. Eye formation behind Bastion.
1: Give it to Heil again. Gets a good block by Ahmet as he's going to stretch to the left, pick up a first down inside the 45-yard line. Also, Vance Metzger dominated his defender
2: and allowed Heil to squeeze through for a big first down run to the Central Mountain 43-yard line. I do believe we're starting to wear this team down now, Pat. They're uh, Central Mountain, and I-, I believe Zach said something about this before. Central Mountain is, is showing signs of fatigue now. They're getting some new bodies in there on the defensive side. And the best way to
1: do that is get a push up front and just pick up first downs, move the chains, cross lines, as you always say, Dave. Yep. Turn, give it to the fullback. Ryan Omid jumps over a defender. Stiff arms another. He's still going. Ten-yard pickup by the fullback. Ryan Omid looks like they're going to give him nine inside the 35 to the 34-yard line. So it'll be a second down and one for the Seals following the power run of your fullback
2: ryan omit and ryan omit took it right up the gut there and he actually hurdled the guy in the middle of all that stuff that was a great run by by omit ryan omit came in tonight 163 oh, yards shit. and four
1: touchdowns on 25 carries he's going to come to the sidelines here as brandon Heil will be the lone back of the backfield i see rumberger has checked in he's playing a wing back on the left keeper by bastion he's going to have a first down pickup as he's going to take it to the 31-yard line to Sealus Grove. Impressive drive down. here as they have already matched their first down total in that first half on this drive alone with 3.15 and counting to go here in the third period. And the biggest part of it, Dave, trying to answer that Central Mountain 10-play drive that
2: put them up 7-6. That is, You're right. That is the biggest part. And right now, Central, Mar- Central Mountain's kids are over there with their hands on their hips, and they're sucking air. Uh, our, our offense has them, has them on the run right now.
1: First down and 10 from the Central Mountain 30-yard line for the Seals. Wide receivers to each side. Rumberger stays in. Bastion's going to keep it again. Gets a good block. But they're going to be hit by Johnson and taken down there look like he's going to pick up a couple yards It's a positive play though as he'll get three on the run
2: It'll be a second down and seven for the Seals Yeah, They went back to that quarterback uh, that the design quarterback run to the left there and He got two yards. We'll take it second and eight That's better than second and ten or second and twelve and that puts Bastian over a hundred yards rushing
1: on the evening and you just joining us. He has the lone score for the Seals tonight when he took it 67 yards in that first quarter to put the Seals up seven, or 6-0. Right now they trail by one, 7-6 to the Central Mount Wildcats. But, again, senior quarterback over 100 yards on the evening. This time he's going to pitch it to Heil, trying to get to the edge. He's at the 27-yard line before he's taken down there. So good run. He's going to give them three on that. It'll be a second down and, excuse me, third down play here for the Sealers Grove Seals as they'll have it at the Central
2: Mountain 26-yard line for this third down and a long five. It's a big third down for us. That last play was a, a nice-looking toss uh, for us, but uh, Heil was running the ball and and Almond kicked out on the defensive end, but he actually ran outside of the kickout block, but uh, still got four or five yards. Shotgun for Bastion. Takes the snap.
1: Design run again. Looking to get a block. Trying to get to the edge the first down marker. He's not going to get there. Falls able to come up and upended him. Helped out by Walleiser. And he's going to be stopped there. This is 14, going to be a fourth down and five 13, 13, for the Seals Grove Seals. Trying to keep this impressive drive going. But what a huge play this is. It looks like they're going to try a field goal field from goal. here.
19: So that would be, be a 42-yard 42 42 yard
1: field, field goal attempt by your senior kicker. Right now they trail 7-6, to six, or could it be a fake? Does Dan Stroop have a fake in his arsenal, the kicking coach for the Seals Grove Seals? I guarantee he doesn't have one if Derek Hicks doesn't know about it. Kyle so Kyle Rule trying, and it's going to be a timeout taken here oh, by the Seals Grove Seals. We're icing our own
2: kicker. Okay. Going to talk
1: this over, a little more chit-chat here. 34 seconds to go here in the third like period, 7-6 lead Back
7: home in two weeks on by October the 30th, take on High School. 7-6
1: lead for the they Central Mountain Wildcats. This is what it looked like. Bastion got on the board first on a 67-yard run at the end of the first quarter. That was a one-play drive covering all 67 yards. The extra point no good. Seals Grove led 6-0. That would be the score at the end of the half. But the Central Mount Wildcats, their quarterback, one yard out with 5.42 to go in the third, completed a 10-play drive, covering 78 yards, took six minutes and eight seconds, the extra point good, and that's the difference right now. Seals Grove trailing Central Mount Wildcats, seven to six. Seals Grove has it here, fourth down at five. They took a timeout here, and they are still going to stay with the field goal opportunity here. Spot the ball down at the 32-yard line for senior kicker Kyle Rule. We call it rule range. We'll find out if it is just that. Looking for a good snap from Kevin Gearhart. Good snap. Holds good. Kicks up. Sailing up. And it is good. No, it's no good. good. The official faked me out. I thought for sure his hands were going up over his head. But it had plenty of distance. Sailed off to the left. And it's no good. So the Central Mount Wildcats, after the touchback, will take over at their
2: 20-yard line. And that doggone missed extra point is coming back to haunt us. 7-6. to six. I apologize to my listeners. I never like to do
1: that, but I thought for sure the officials were walking out. He kind of paused for a second, and I thought those hands were going up over his head, but it was no good from 42 yards for Kyle Rule. So Seals Grove goes back on defense as Central Mount Wildcats lead 7-6. They have the ball at their own 20-yard line, 28 seconds to go here in the third period. Gerlach under center, takes the snap, gives it to Pence between the tackles. Hit, take it down there as he crosses the 25-yard line. T. Hoover in on the stop. Going to give them about seven on that. Maybe six would be a second down and four. But they're going to let the clock run, and that's going to end the third period. Seals Grove trailing the Central Mount Wildcats, seven to six. Flip sides of the field, come back, start the fourth period. Seals Grove Seals football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com.
0: Eagle107.com Mark
1: Stevens will help you through the workday Finishing off the 107-minute superset Starting each hour with our seven-song superset It's all on your favorite classic rock Through the through the workday on Eagle107 And Eagle107.com Again, scoring a recap Seals got on the board first 67-yard touchdown run by Bastian Missed extra point Seals Grove led 6-0 at halftime But the Wildcats quarterback, Junior Gerlach, one-yard run, 542 to go in the third period, completing a 10-play drive. The extra point good, and that's where we stand. Central Mountain leading the Seals Grove Seals, 7-6, just moved into the fourth quarter. We'll get some updated scores for you as well as part of our Aubrey Alexander Toyota out-of-town scoreboard. But right now it's a second down play here, second and four for the Wildcats. Turn, give it to the fullback, straight up the middle. Going to be stopped as he crosses the 31-yard line. Looks like it'll be enough for a first down for the Wildcats. The middle of that Seals Grove defense on the stop. 34, well, it looks Chin-Chan inside. here. They're going to say it's at the 30-yard line. Now they're going to move the chains. It's going to be a first down pickup Got. for the Central Mountain Wildcats. So Central Mountain leading 7-6. Seals Grove is going to have to come up with a big defensive stop. Their last drive took six minutes until they finally scored to the Central Mountain Wildcats. Long count by Gerlach, taking the stab. He's going to look to throw. Gets it out there. Caught made by young he's going to be stopped as he crosses the 35 out to the 36 yard
2: line pick up a six that'll be a second down and four for the wildcats
5: that was a that was a
2: very quick throw out to a, a, like a bubble a, a wide receiver bubble and and they picked it up he got about six yards but uh, it, it looked like it was going to go but the seals defense is so fast they were able to hunt him down at about about six yards thank goodness so second down and six for the Central
1: Mount Wildcats will stay with the eye formation. Pence gets a call. Knocked down in the backfield. Is that Romberger coming off the edge there once again, making the stop for the Seals. Number two, Ryan And not much, if anything, at all. Maybe a loss of a half yard. It's gonna be a third down and we'll call it still four for the Central Mount Wildcats. What a huge play for the Seals defense Absolutely. at this point.
2: And Brandon Heil came off the edge there real well. Got a part of that tackle. Good job.
1: So a big third down play here. Looking for candidates for the Schmokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Could the defense come up with a candidate here? Got some confusion up front. Flags will be Flag thrown. Let's give a chance to update you on our Blaze Alexander Ford tough game of the week. It's the Mifflinburg and Warrior Run game. Mifflinburg leading that one at, in the third period 28 to seven. That's the Blaze Alexander Ford tough game of the week. Where it's worth the drive to Route 45. Again, Mithlenburg leading the Warrior Run. Defenders 28-7. to seven. Here it's a 7-6 lead for the Central Mountain Wildcats.
2: Yeah, I'll tell you what, Central Mountain is just using all the clock between plays right now. They are really trying to burn that clock.
1: It's under 5 here on the play clock. I-formation. Gerlach. Now we got another stoppage here. Oh Flags going to be thrown again. Looks like a false start. It's going to go against... The Central Mount Wildcats again, so back-to-back penalties against the Central Mount Wildcats will drive the ball back inside the another 30-yard line down to the 26-yard Wildcats. line. So yeah. now instead of being That's a, third what, down. third down and four, we're 14. sitting at a third down and 14. Yep. So Seals Grove defense trying to come up with a big stop here on third down. This is a gigantic series
2: right now for Seals Grove. We've got to stop here.
1: We've got to find out where Johnson is as he splits far to the right this time. Peyton Johnson split to the right, he's being double-teamed there. That's where Gerlach is looking, but Brandon Heil is going to come in and make the sack off the edge.
2: Untouched, the junior linebacker, biggest sack of the game, and he comes up with a big play. He is fast, he got there in a hurry. Good job by Brandon Heil. That's what you want, when you have a linebacker coming, you do not want him to hesitate. He has got to be full speed, like his butt's on fire and Good job, man,
1: able to get in there and make back the back stop forcing a punting situation one, Brett Ford will eight, not Connor be back Grove. waiting for this punt he came off the sideline Connor Grove will check in number 16 he's standing at the 45 yard line back there with Teague Hoover Punts away, short punt, bounces in front of T. Hoover. And they're going to let it go as it goes out of bounds about midfield. We Silas Grove will have great field position. First down and 10 from midfield, trailing 7 6 with 8.49 to go in the ballgame.
2: Did I see Connor Grove back deep on that punt? Yep. Connor Grove was back deep on that punt, yep.
1: Red Ford had to come off the sideline, hobbling just a bit. He put Connor Grove in there and he was back there with Teague Hoover, but that's going to get Seals Grove. First down at 10 from midfield. Yep, Trailing 7-6. Other updated scores. Southern leading Lewisburg 35-0. Midwest leading Hughesville 28-14. That's in the fourth. And Danville all over Bloomsburg 26-0. Fashion fakes to the deep man. Rolling to his right. it has got Ryan Allman throw behind him.
2: That was an F-burst. That was a bootleg pass by our quarterback. 44, Ryan and um, with a fake 45, 45, to Ryan Ammon, then the he did what leader. we call an F-burst, where he just came straight through the line of scrimmage and, and tried to, to get on a short pass route, but it wasn't a very good throw. All our
1: updated scores on other games going on around the Valley brought to you by Aubrey Alexander Toyota as they bring us our out-of-town scoreboard. So following the incomplete is a second down and 10 for... The Seals Grove Seals trailing 7-6 with 8.44 to go in this game. Seals Grove scored in the first quarter on a 67-yard touchdown run by Coy Bastion. They're going to go with reverse. Off to the right is Nate Ahmet. Going to try to make a man miss. Stiff arms a guy. There's a flag on the play. Another flag on the play as Nate Ahmet took it to the Central Mountain forty. Six-yard line, but there's multiple flags on the play. Let's remind you that Sunday morning from 8 to 11 on Eagle 107, catch the Acoustic Storm, hosted by Audrey Peretz. The show delivers acoustic and unplugged version of the well-known songs. It's a classic rock, classic hit radio station. Sunday
2: morning from 8 to 11 on Eagle
1: 107.
2: The uh, the penalty was a an, an illegal block by um, Central Mountain.
1: So Seals Grove benefits from that penalty. It's going to walk the ball inside of the 35-yard line all the way to the 31-yard line. Seals Grove in business following the penalty. They'll have it first down and 10 from the Central Mountain
2: 31-yard line. I said illegal chop. I meant illegal uh, block. I meant illegal chop. Chop.
1: Wide receivers to each side. Dave Allman, one-on-one to the left. Bastion looking to the right. Rolling. Throws it tries to get it to kissinger did he make the catch he stretched out at the 21-yard line and that's a
2: reception by scott kissinger an unbelievable catch by the senior receiver unreal scott kissinger laid out and made the catch got his hands under the ball before it could hit the turf and and it it didn't look at all like a trap man he kept his hands under a good job by scott scott kissinger coming in tonight with just three reception
1: He gets the biggest one of the season to make it second down and one for the Seals. Give it to Hoover. Runs it to the fullback. Reverses the field to the 20. Makes a move at the 17. It gets taken out of bounds at the 15-yard line. That'll be enough for Seals grow first
2: down. And that was a completely busted play there because it was supposed to be lead up the gut. And he, Hoover ran directly into somebody who came through there. And he bounced it to the outside and just got made, got a first down out of absolutely nothing. Great job by T. Hoover. A
1: huge first down for the Seals. As they move it inside the fifteen yard, looks like the market right about the fourteen yard line. So it's gonna be a first down and ten for the Seals, trailing seven six with seven twenty-five. Fullback gets the call. That's right on it. Dragging defenders down close through the 11-yard line to pick up a four
2: then It'll be a second down and six for the Seals. That was just a straight-ahead dive by Ramp. Boy He hit that in there hard and our line got some movement. So that was a good-looking first down play We'll take second and six anytime
1: guys up front young Miller Mauer Fogarty Metzger Katherman it doesn't seem to matter at this point trying to take over this game at the point of attack trying to establish that offensive line over of the Seals They'll have it second down play here, second down and six. Bastion under center, gives it to Heil between the tackles, gets a push. He'll be down to the six-yard line, maybe the seven-yard line. So it's gonna be a third down play here. So the Seals can continue to run the same thing here. You know it's four down territory. Take it in, or or are they gonna go to rule, try to kick the extra or kick the field goal if they have to? He had definitely I, plenty of distance on a 42-yard field goal earlier tonight. If you get the fourth
2: down, you kick the field goal. He's
4: got a timeout called by Central Mountain. That's their first called timeout of the
1: half.
2: Seals are in good shape here. I mean, we're on the fourth, what the uh, seven-yard line.
1: Rule 0 for five on the season for field goals, but a couple of those were 45 and 50 yarders against Milton to start the year. Then he tried a 42-yard. Definitely had plenty of distance. So right as you said, David, they get here fourth down. They're definitely going to look to kick a field goal, but they're hoping it doesn't even come to that. Right now, Seals Grove has a third down and two at the Central Mountain seven-yard line with 6.25 to go. And, boy, you want a touchdown here.
2: This Great drive, Finishes off with a touchdown for the Seals. This is a gigantic opportunity for Seals. We can, now, the last time we played them, we gave up. Uh, we turned the ball on downs twice, I believe, or three times. Inside the 10-yard line. Yeah, twice inside the five, right? Nope. Yeah, so now we can't repeat that here.
1: I look to score it here. Third down and two. A long two for the Seals. Eye formation behind Baston turn. Give it to Heil. Try to bounce it to the outside. He's going to fall to the five-yard line. Oh, it's a matter of spot there. No exact science on this. And they're going to say it's fourth down oh. and less than a yard for the Seals to pick up a first down. Man, I, th-
2: I don't know about that mark. I thought he was inside Look, the five on that. half. Look, he had fallen forward so what are they going to do here? They had the ball outside the five, almost to the six-yard line. They're going to send out the kicking team here. That's the only thing to do right now. You got to kick it.
1: You know Kyle Rule. It's in his range. He got plenty of leg. Brett Ford does the holding. Kevin Gearhart does the snapping. They'll spot it down to the 12-yard line. Take your time, guys. 22-yard field goal to try to take the lead here in the fourth quarter. Good snap. Good kick. Up and yes. good.
3: Through.
1: Yes. <laughs> So a big answer to the Central Mountain touchdown for the Seals as they get a 42-yard field goal for senior kicker Kyle Rule. The Seals Grove now had the lead 9 to 7 over the Central Mountain Wildcats. Good looking kick by Kyle Rule. I love it. Good stuff. Fourth and 1 he comes up with a big kick. And a good comes job. 5:36 to go here in the game as the Seals Grove Seals again answer the Central Mountain touchdown where they had taken the lead 7-6, but with the field goal by Kyle Rule, it gives the Seals Grove Seals the lead, and they had to do it on an impressive drive. Eight plays, 44 yards for the Seals, finished off by the 22-yard field
2: goal by senior kicker Kyle Rule, And that was an excellent drive. Uh, you talk about uh, that's a confidence builder because our offense just took the balls all the way down the field and... Stuck a a field goal through. This is great stuff, man. And again, it comes with 5.36 to go
1: in the game. The field goal completed an eight-play drive covering 44 yards. Took three minutes and 13 seconds. Kyle Rule off the Brett hole. Kevin Gearhart snap gives the Seals Grove the lead 9-7. That's the Seals Grove forward drive summary. Now Kyle Rule will kick this one away. That's kick off for the Seals, number 32, Kyle. Back will be Johnson and Falls waiting for Kyle Roll's kick. It's a swip kick. Hits a man, up man, falls right in front of it, jumps on top of it, and the Central Mountain Wildcats will have unbelievable field position. Robbie Patricko Patricco ends up falling on top of it at their own 48-yard line. So after just an 8-play drive to take the lead, boy, they give Central Mountain great field position
2: at their own 48-yard line. That's a shame. I'm not sure if he tried to squib kick that or if it was just a muff, but uh, to kick a line drive like that is tough in this situation.
1: First down and 10 for the Wildcats, 5.36 to go in the game, trailing the Seals. 9-7. 9 to 7. Big stop in the backfield that time, once again by the Seals. Brandon Heil is on fire right now. Yeah, Great a, tackle by Brandon Heil. Dropped in the backfield for one yard loss by the Seals. Looks like he'll two. mark it right at the Hyle. line of scrimmage. Maybe a half yard loss, and that's it. Take him off the left edge, untouched,
2: and made a solid tackle. No gain.
1: Second down and 10. 5, 10, and counting to go in the game. Seals Grove bleeding 9 7. Over the Central Mountain Wildcats, Seals Grove trying to improve to 3 and 3 on the season. Gerlach's going to look to pass. High pass caught by Johnson. He's going to take it into Seals Grove territory to the 46-yard line. here comes away with the ball, saying it was fumbled, but when you hear all the whistles blown, it tells you it was down before the ball came out. So then there is a flag on the play as well as the officials will chit-chat. On the far side, let's remind you that Sunday the Eagles head south on I-95 to beat the Ravens in Baltimore. Pre-game starts at noon. Kickoff at 1 with Maurice and Mike Quick on
2: Eagle 107. They uh, they called us for a a face mask on that last pass play, and it moved the ball down to our 41-yard line. First and 10, Central Mountain.
1: They break out of the huddle in this first down and 10 play with wide receivers to each side. High formation behind Gerlach. Turn. Give it to Pence between the tackles. It's going to fall forward. Runberger on the stop, but it's going to be a pickup of four. Second down and six for the Central Mountain Wildcats. Clock continues to run. 4-20 to go in the game. Seals Grove leading
2: 9-7 over the Wildcats. And I'll tell you, this is a physical football game. I mean, these guys, this is just a war on the line of scrimmage. It's just a... It's a slugfest. Uh, and I'll tell you what, the Seals Girl Seals are holding up. I think we're in better shape than they are.
1: And see if that comes to be on this big drive for the Central Mountain Wildcats, trailing the Seals 9 7. Second down play here. Gerlach fumbled to snap. It's on the turf. Scramble. And it looks like his fullback was able to jump on top of it. But one thing, Dave, you and I talk about yeah, you may recover that, but you just lost the play. Oh, yeah, you lost the play for
2: sure. That's right. You know, the more times you see your opponent do that, you know, the, the better. And I'll tell you what, we could come up with those balls. We've got to get people on that ball when it comes out. We've got to make sure that nobody else is around who can take that ball from us.
1: Third down and six for the Central Mountain Wildcats at the Sealands Grove 38-yard line. Four down territory for the Central Mountain Wildcats. Eye formation behind Gerlach. Long count. Blitz coming. Two-step drop. Look it. Being chased from behind, Brandon Heil! Brandon Heil, he's there again! He strips the ball right on and says, I want to pick it up and take it to the house, but they stopped the play there, but
2: I'm going to let you explain that one as Brandon Heil, another huge play. Brandon Heil, obviously the coaches just gave him the green light that whenever he's open on that side... Uh, they, they don't have anybody in front of him, and he's coming free, and he's getting into the backfield quickly. And it's fourth down and, what, about nine now, fourth and about eight. Looking for a smoking Damn Health Center backbreaker
1: play of the game. Candidate Brandon Hiles been all over it tonight. Here comes a big fourth down play here, and it's going to be a timeout taken here by the Central Mountain Wildcats. Let's do a little reset here. First of all, Seals Grove got on the board first with Bastion's 67-yard touchdown run. That would be all the scoring in the first half, 6-0 lead for the Seals. But junior quarterback for the Wildcats got on the board, one-yard touchdown run with 5.42 to go in the third period, completing a 10-play drive, covering 78 yards, extra point good. And at that point, Central Mountain led 7-6. We move it to the fourth quarter. Kyle Rule kicks a 22-yard field goal, completing an 8-play drive, covering 44 yards, took 3 minutes and 13 seconds. And that's where we stand. With 241 to go in the game, Seals Grove leading 9-7 and Central Mountain has it fourth down play here. They have it at the Seals Grove 39-yard line on a fourth down and 8 play. Stick around after the game, we'll have our Service Electric Cable Vision post-game show for you. We'll get stats from our stat man, Zach Showers. We'll get the Smokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. We'll get Dave's analysis in his ballgame. But right now, this is the biggest play of the game. This is the uh, fourth down right and eight for the Wildcats. High formation behind Gerlach. Two-step drop. Look over the middle, and he's got a man making the catch. Is that Johnson? Yes. It's your athlete, and that's where you need to go when you need a big play. And, boy, they come away with a big play. But we got whistles blowing all over because McCarl's helmet came off, so he's going to have to go to the sidelines. But that doesn't happen until after the Central Mountain Wildcats pick up the
2: first down at the Seals Grove 26-yard line. Yeah, and and they just had their their good receiver, uh, Peyton Johnson. He just ran a slant pass and just got the job done. Good job. Good throw by the quarterback. And that... Payton has been held to very few yards tonight from by us.
1: Gerlach under center, first down at ten. Give it to the fullback Walliser. Nothing there. Speaking of walls, that's what he ran into—a wall of red shirts.
3: There might give him a
1: half yard, and that's it. Second down and long for the Wildcats, trailing the seals 9-7, with under two minutes to go in the game.
2: Uh, Center Mountain just tried a a trap play that last play, which I haven't seen them do all game. They've been zone blocking all night long. They just went to a rule block play where they were just trying to go one-on-one with our guys. They're not having much success moving our defensive line right now, and they're trying just about anything they can do. So second down play here for the
1: Wildcats. Gerlach under center. Fakes it to the fullback. Pitches it out to Pence. Trying to get to the edge. being chased by Hoover. He's got some speed to take it inside the 20-yard line. He'll go out of bounds. Chased out of there by out of Nate Ahmet and Hoover. But a good run by Pence. You saw his athletic ability as he's able to... Take it inside the 20
2: down to the 17-yard line. It's going to be a third down and one for the Wildcats. That's one of the first times all year I, I actually saw somebody who was who was, could run with our defense. He actually outran us to the outside there. A big play for the Wildcats. Third down and one.
1: 1.30 to go and holding as Pence went out of bounds on that run. So third down play here for the Wildcats. Seals have got to dodge this bullet right now. Five receivers to each side. I formation. Bobbled snap. The ball's all over the place. But there's a flag on the play, and they're going to say it's a false start, which may save this play for the Central Mountain Wildcats because oh, Fogarty oh came man. away with the ball. But it's going to be a false start that goes against the Central Mountain
2: Wildcats. They got saved by the flag. Holy cow! It that was, was a Seals ball. It
1: was a, it was a fumbled exchange between
2: the center and quarterback,
1: and we've seen that a couple times. Fogay came away with it, but the whistle and flag had been thrown. It's a five-yard walk-off, third down and six for the Wildcats with one twenty nine to go in the game. Seals Grove leading 9-7 over the Wildcats. Seals Grove looking to improve to 3-3 three and three on the season. Two wide receivers split to the right with Johnson in the slot. Pitch is going to go to Pitts. He cuts it up. And he's going to be stopped short of a first down yep. by Hoover. By the safety, the junior, Hoover, is going to make the stop. Now we're back after the five-yard pickup. And now they're going to try a field goal by Weaver here. Fourth down, fourth and one on the 22-yard line. And Weaver has not had a successful field goal on the season. I have him as no attempts on the season. So by the stats here I have is this will be his first attempt on the season. They're going to mark it down at the 24-yard line. So a 34-yard field goal by Ty Weaver for the Central Mount Wildcats at Seals Grove will take a timeout here. The other thing, Dave, you can't jump. No you got to stay on your side. Don't give him an easy first down here.
2: You know, that's a good point, Pat, because, that, you know, if, if I'm if, if I'm central man and I have a kid who never kicked a field goal, I want to make that defense jump. I'm not going to put it in the hands of the kicker.
1: Saw him in warm-ups. Definitely has enough leg to get it the distance. But, again, the unofficial stats that I have is that he has not
2: tried a field goal all season long. Yeah, I'd be looking for the hard count if I were the defense right now. I'm sure coach Hicks is telling them that too. Fourth and a half yard, you got to look for the hard count more than anything. And
1: it's between the hashes. It's straight on for Ty Weaver for the Central Mountain Wildcats, trying to give the Wildcats a lead. They trail right now 9 7 with 51 seconds to go. Left footed kicker. The left footed kicker. 30 yard four-yard field goal to test here for Central Mountain Wildcats to try to take the lead. Waiting on the snap, high snap, the kick is up, it's going to sail off to the right, no good! It started with a high snap, as Young tried to put it down, Weaver went to kick it, it sails off to the right, and it's no good, the seal is Seals Grove Seals do exactly what Dave asked. Let's dodge a bullet here, and boy, what a bullet it was.
2: You better believe we got a break. There we 47.2 seconds left.
1: And we talk about candidates for the Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Boy, we have a new candidate for the Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game, and that's a missed field goal by the Central Mallon Wildcats from 34 yards out. Time out. called by the Seals. The Seals will take a timeout well, here. Out here.
4: the field the conclusion of the game. The athletes need to meet with the coaches after the
1: game. And I again, power rule
20: perimeter fence at any time.
1: Kicked a field goal for the Seals from 22 yards out. That was his first field goal of the season. As his counterpart Ty Weaver was looking to get his first of the season from 34 yards out. He had it straight on. But when he kicked it, it came off. It sailed off to the right. No good. And all
2: things pointing to a victory for the Seals Grove Seals. And this game has come down to the kickers. It really has. And I'm wondering if if, uh, Center Mountain's kicker is also a soccer player, because it may have been the soccer players that determine the outcome of this game tonight. We're talking about
1: two-game matchup that combined score of 26 points at this point between these two teams in two games <laughs> that's not a lot of offense <laughs> is it
2: <laughs> that's not a lot of points <laughs> but you know what if we can hang on for 47 seconds here
1: and take the win we'll take it right as they go to victory formation as bastion takes the snap and will kneel down there clock will run they'll have to snap it one more time not sure if central mountains going to take their final timeout here but Central Mountain will see themselves drop their second game of the season. Their only loss prior to this one was against the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. But what a battle between the Seals and the Central Mountain Wildcats as Bastion will take the final snap, kneel down, and the Seals Grove Seals will make it back to back victories as they'll beat the Central Mountain Wildcats 9 7 here at Hale L. Bullock Memorial Field. Celebrations here on the near side hard-fought game between the Seals and the Wildcats as the teams will give the end of the game wave and both teams will regroup for next week as the Central Mountain Wildcats Seals Seals. sees the Seals Grove Seals win this one 9 to 7. Let's take a break, come back. We got the Service Electric Cable Vision post game show coming up after this break. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Hiking, biking, rowing, running. The game
8: is life and you're the weekend warrior. You work hard and you play hard. Football, baseball, soccer, golf. To move is to live and whatever your sport. Shamokin Dam Health Center specializes in total health to keep you in the game. Call 743-4333. Shemokin
7: Dam Health Center. Designed with you in mind.
15: There she is again, always messing with your eyebrows, she's you. Bussing in the mirror. Time for microblading by Blessed Beauty at Shalom Salon and Spa. Microblading is a semi-permanent procedure that creates perfectly shaped and colored eyebrows without the daily work. Done by licensed technicians. Mention this ad and save $100 off your session in September. Stop messing with your brows with microblading by Blessed Beauty at Shalom Salon and Spa, Market Street, Middleburg, and on Facebook at Blessed Beauty. 570-837-1188.
18: Before you travel to the football stadium to cheer on your team, track Henny Tag, your local Partner can make sure your vehicle or tailgating RV is ready to roll. Tri County Tag Service, Hummel's Wharf, is your convenient one-stop shop for fast and efficient service. Registrations, title work, and transfers, driver's license renewals, and notary services—all of those tasks that can seem overwhelming—are taken care of without a long line or appointment. Tri County Tag Service, the Susquehanna Valley's trusted PennDOT partner for over 40 years. Open Monday through Saturday at Park Road and Pennsylvania Avenue in Hummel's Wharf. State and service fees apply. This is Bill Booker, and as a
19: Grove parent and fan, I know all of us can attend the games as much as we used to. But I'm thrilled we can still listen to our SEALs together. The game of life has thrown us some trick plays this year, and if financial matters are stressing you out, I'm here to help with all of your income tax needs. No matter if it's for one person or a whole business, I do the best for my clients. Please schedule a time to talk with me by calling 570-374-7343. That's Bill Booker CPA, 530 South Market Street in Seals Grove, right next to the American Legion. I look forward to seeing you all soon in person, and as always, go SEALs!
6: We all sometimes are in need of a way to express how we feel. When you want to say congratulations on that beautiful new baby, great job, happy birthday, happy anniversary, or simply I care, trust Gracie's Flowers and Seals Grove to give your feelings their finest expression. Gracie's is a full-service florist. No matter the occasion, Gracie's will work their magic and put together a customized gift basket and add balloons, plants, candles, plush animals, fruits, or snacks for a personal touch. Local delivery is available and Gracie's Teleflora Services can send you bouquet to loved ones anywhere, anytime. Call 570 744923 for Gracie's Flowers. 901 North Market Street
0: in Sealands Grove. Eagle 107. It's time for the Seals Post Game Show, sponsored by Service Electric Cable Vision. Once again, here are Pat O'Brien and Dave Hess.
10: Service Electric
0: Cable Vision Post Game Show as the Sealance Grove
1: Seals gets the thriller here at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field with a win over the Central Mountain Wildcats 9-7. to as Seals Grove was able to dodge the bullet at the end there with a 34-yard field goal. Sailed off to the right for Ty Weaver of the Central Mountain Wildcats. Again, the Seals Grove Seals come away with a win over the Central Mountain Wildcats 9-7. The scoring recap looked like this. Bastian got on the board first on a 67-yard Touchdown run at the end of the first quarter. It was only a one-play drive covering all 67 yards. The extra point, no good, and Seals Grove led 6-0 at that point. Then we moved into the second quarter. No scoring in the second quarter, so we go all the way to halftime with Seals Grove leading with that lone score, 6 to nothing. But the Central Mountain Wildcats would get on the board on a Gerlach one-yard run by the junior quarterback for the Wildcats with 5.42 to go. In that third period, that completed a 10-play drive covering 78 yards, took six minutes and eight seconds. Ty Weaver's extra point, good, and Central Mountain led at that point with 5.42 to go in the third, seven to 7-6. That would be all the scoring at the end of the third quarter. As we moved into the fourth quarter, Wildcats leading 7-6. They would keep... That score and that lead by one until Kyle Rule kicks his first field goal of the season. A 22-yard field goal with 5.36 to go in the game, completing an eight-play drive covering 44 yards. Took three minutes and 13 seconds. And Seals Grove would take the lead 9-7. Central Mountain would get the ball back, drive down the field, and again, get the ball close enough to attempt a 34-yard field goal. Sail off to right, no good. Seals Grove wins this one here at home to improve the 3-3 and over the Central Mountain Wildcats 9-7. So that takes us to the and Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. And Again, we have a few of them that we obviously could talk about throughout the ball game. And, Dave, I'm going to take a little curveball here again. You could talk about the 22-yard field goal. You could talk about the missed field goal. But I'm going to say the Dam Hell Center backbreaker plays of the game is what Brandon Heil did all night from the defensive side of the ball. You
2: know what? Brandon Heil was, was a difference in this football game tonight. He, he made so many tackles um, behind the line of scrimmage or right on the line of scrimmage. It was unreal. He had a banner night. He really did.
1: So congratulations to Brandon Heil on his performance tonight. Brandon Heil's play, that's the Schmokendam Health Center backbreaker plays of the game. Schmokendam Health Center and Workplace Injury Institute, offering medical care, chiropractic care, rehabilitation, and more. Call 570-743-4333 for an appointment. That's the Schmokendam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. want to give you alert. The updated score on the Chicolamy Jersey Shore with 7:14 left at last check, Jersey Shore leading a game nine nothing over the Chicolamy Braves. So give credit to the Chicolamy Braves going on the road. This is a team they lost 53 to nothing in the first matchup in week two. Right now, nine nothing game with just 7:14 to go. But the Braves trying to up in a very powerful Jersey Shore team. We're going to continue with the Surface Electric Cable Vision show after this break come back give you the stats from our stat man zach showers also get dave's final analysis of this one look forward to next week matchup against the schmoke canadians and so much more and it's all part of the service electric cable vision post game show here on eagle 107 at eagle107.com
7: another crazy season i mean weird a stadium sporting event that used to sound like this now sounds like this. But you've got the game on the radio and you can still get great food. Delicious Dairy Queen Grill and Chill.
14: And this month, the blizzard of the month, is mocha fudge. Plus, try the new pumpkin cookie butter shake. And the chicken strip basket is now with Hidden Valley Ranch.
7: Sealands Grove High School Football in DQ. And your crowd goes wild. Dairy Queen Grill and Chill. Roots 1115 on the
20: Strip. Sealands Grove. This part of today's game is brought to you by Diversified Construction. Hey, whose turn is it to make the popcorn? When I was a kid, it was always my turn. First, I shook the hot oil pan until the corn popped, and later I used a hot air popper. Now I'm back popping in a hot oil pan because the butter and salt sticks to the popcorn better. Hopefully, you're having a good time snacking with family while listening to today's game. Quality family time is what life is all about. We'll be back later in the broadcast to tell you about what we do here at Diversified Construction.
14: Did you ever notice? Football sure does whip up your appetite. Make sure you stop at Tom's Eatery at Fox Crossing on Route 35 in Mount Pleasant Mills before the game, and you'll really enjoy the excitement however you're experiencing the game. Tom's Eatery is open Wednesday through Sunday from 11 till 8 with delicious specials every day. Your favorite country comfort foods, sandwiches, dinners, and desserts. They're available for private parties and gatherings, too. Tom's Eatery in Mount Pleasant Mills, also on Facebook.
0: Eagle 107.
1: Welcome back to the Service Electric Cable Vision Post Game Show. Here from Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field, Pat O'Brien, Dave Hess, and Zach Showers, are producing. Anthony Fusa, bringing you Seals Grove Seals football each week, Friday night, starting with the uh, Seals game day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company at 6, the Dare Kicks conversation at 6.30, kickoff at 7.00. Here, the Seals Grove Seals beat the Central Mountain Wildcats 9-7, Seals Grove able to avenge a 7-3 loss to the Central Mountain Wildcats back in Week 2. Take a look at some updated scores on other games going on around the Valley. Jersey Shore leading Chickalemi in the fourth quarter, 9-0. Lewisburg trailing Southern, 42-7 in the fourth. Midwest gets the win over Hughesville, 31-20. That is a final. And Mifflinburg gets... Uh, is leading Warrior Run at this point, 42-14. That was our Blaze Alexander four tough game of the week, and Mifflinburg getting the most of the Warrior Run, leading that one, 42-14. Tomorrow, the Schmokin Indians will take on the Milton Black Panthers. Special time. Better mark your calendars. 9 a.m. tomorrow morning, the Schmokin Indians will take on the Milton Black Panthers. Now taking a look at the stats given to me by our stat man, Zach Showers, at the Seals Grove Seals again, beat the Central Mountain Wildcats 9-7. to Seals Grove seven first downs on the game. Central Mountain had 14. In the rushing department, Seals Grove gets the best of it, 194 rushing yards to Central Mountain's 89. The passing department, Seals Grove just seven yards passing. Central Mountain ended up with 115. So when you look at total yards, pretty much Exactly the same, 201 for Seals Grove Seals, 204 for the Central Mountain Wildcats. Too many penalties for both coaches to be pleased. Sealsgrove Grove, nine penalties for 42 yards. Central Mountain, seven penalties for 55 yards. Both teams had a fumble on the night. Big plays? The 22-yard field goal for Kyle Rule, the difference here tonight is Seals Grove wins, 9-7. That came with just 536 left in the game, and Seals Grove able to win this one, 9-7. And it became final when Ty Weaver missed a 34-yard field goal, sailing off to the right. Looking at individual numbers first in the rushing department for the Central Mount Wildcats, Ryan Pence, 21 carries, 73 yards. Walleiser, 9 carries, 34 yards. And Gerlock, had 6 carries, minus 16 yards, but did have the one touchdown carry for the Central Mountain Wildcats. In the passing department, Gerlock, 9 for 14 for 90 yards. Johnson threw one pass, 1 for 1 for 25 yards as he found Gerlach open going down the left sidelines. The main receiver tonight, Johnson, six carries, 62 yards, long had two catches for nine yards. Individual numbers for the Sealings Grove Seals, first in the passing department, Coy Bastion, one for five for seven yards, making that lone catch, and what a big catch it was when Scott Kissinger, he just stretched out to make the catch. One catch on the night for just seven yards. But in the rushing department, Bastion goes over 100 yards. The first 100-yard rusher of the season for the Seals Grove Seals. He had seven carries for 103 yards and a 67-yard uh, touchdown run for the senior quarterback. Hoover, six carries for 36 yards. high 11 carries for 33 yards. Ryan Ahmet, four carries for 18 yards. The Seals Grove Seals, again, improved to 3-3 three and three as they beat the Central Mountain Wildcats 9-7. to seven. Dave, you can't say it's the the most glorious offensive production by either team here tonight, but we knew both defenses would play well. They did once again. These teams have now combined for 26 points in two games. But boy, you get the win, you got to feel good about how this one ended up for the seals as they improved to three and three.
2: You know, the one stat that matters is that W in the win column. That's the big thing, and that that's great. A, a nine to seven ball game isn't pretty, but uh, any win for me right now is pretty, and and I'll take it any day. I'm on top of the world. Um, Seals Grove got better this week. The offense got markedly better. Uh, 194 yards rushing, we had a 100-yard rusher. I was really happy for Coy Bastion, because I think Coy really settled in tonight as a running quarterback. I think he found his groove, and I think that's going to really pay dividends. Um, and defensively, obviously played well, again, well enough to win. The defense always plays well enough to win, almost, except for the 33 points we gave up uh, one week. But um, other than that, and, and, def- and special teams were, were solid. I I don't like the number of penalties we're giving up, and any turnovers is too many. Now, we balance with them one-on-one, but uh, we've got to eliminate all turnovers. But uh, good night for for the Seals. Talk about their
1: defense. They had to contend with Ryan Pence, who came in tonight with 555 yards and seven touchdowns. And, boy, Seals Grove able to shut him down, as they often do, with a featured back. Again, Pence comes away with 21 carries for 73 yards for the Central Mountain Wildcats, again, Seals Grove Seals win this one, 9-7 over the Central Mountain Wildcats to improve to 3-3 and as we continue with the Service Electric Cable Vision game show. And again, the difference tonight, senior kicker gets his first field goal of the season, 22 yards out, and it gave Seals Grove the lead, overcame the missed extra point that Kyle Rule had early on, so congratulations to Kyle Rule, composing himself to be able to kick that 22-yard field goal, and that's a difference tonight for the Seal and Grove Seals. Thanks for being a part of the Service Electric Cable Vision post-game show. Remember to check all sports programming on Eagle 107 by going to eagle107.com. Next week, the Seals take on the Shimokin Indians at Kemp Memorial Stadium in Shimokin. Catch Seals game day with me, Pat O'Brien, and Dave Hess starting at 6. The Derek Kick conversation Station at 6.30, followed by the kickoff at 7 from Shemokin. That wraps up the Seals post-game show presented by Service Electric Cable Vision. Again, Seals Grove comes away with the win to improve the 3-3 three three with a 9-7 win over the Central Mountain Wildcats. Central Mountain falls to 4-2. Remember, you can get all the updated scores and final scores across Central Pennsylvania by clicking on the high school scoreboard banner at Eagle 107 or on the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. For Zach Showers, our stat guy, Anthony Fusa, our producer, and Dave S., this is Pat O'Brien saying thanks for joining us for SEALs football on Eagle
15: 107
0: and Eagle107.com. Thanks for listening to Sealand's Grove SEALs football on Eagle 107. Coverage of next week's game begins at 6 p.m. Friday night. SEALs football is a production of Eagle 107.